0: And when you're talking about his blood, you're talking about my blood. So now, we have a problem. And on the first take, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's the top of wrestling podcast. I'm the Professor Mark Fantasia. Welcoming you back to another episode. It's Episode 73 of the never ending episode. Or a never ending season five. Yeah, you it's almost it. had almost, it. Oh, almost. <laughs> almost there. Oh, almost. Almost oh, well sent. All right, well, you're here. Hi. <laughs> the,
1: the word of the day is cunt.
0: Who are we talking about?
1: <laughs> insert, <laughs> in, insert name of person I work with. You've got a 50-50 shot.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I thought we were talking about uh, someone blaming the Niners' loss and being like, yeah, well, the Bills choked. <laughs> like, that's a definition of one, too.
1: Yeah, he'll forget all about it as soon as his Totino's pizza, pizza rolls are done. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. I bet you. I bet you has a special. I bet you has a special plate, so you can have like four different dipping sauces and a spot for the toothpicks, so you can uh, use them like like so of fancy hors d'oeuvres.
0: Did I ever tell you the most ironic thing is he got into baking at one point? We're talking about that boy, by the way. In case you guys are a touch right there, I mean we kind of hinted last week about the the Niners, but uh, he got into baking at one point, which to us was just the funniest, most ironic thing in the fucking world. <laughs> I'll hold on your
1: money. I ain't going anywhere. I ain't going anywhere. The yeah. bakery ain't open yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: it's a good, one. a good
2: one. Nice,
0: excellent reference. Uh, well, hey, you know what? Speaking of. No, nah, I had no segue. It wasn't going to work. Anyway, yeah, hey, this week, yeah, this week, we got to bring it to the table, which I'm kind of excited to do. I, I have a prediction this week. That's what I'm going with for my bring it to the table. We also have, of course, the Monday Night Wars. Today, we're going to give you two Nitros, and uh, I'm sorry, two Raws, a Nitro, and a Massacre on Valentine's Day. And, man, multiple world title matches. Mm -hmm. Within a couple of days span. And actually, I'm not going to lie. The good news about this St. Valentine's Day Massacre pay-per-view and our watch along, I didn't remember how the world title match actually ended. I only vividly remembered the main event. I thought... So okay, you thought someone lost the title, probably. You know, I did. You know what we're, we're. I did. Same here. I was like, well, no shit. So interesting. That, again, why we do it, but also our top topic this week. This week, I think we should just see if it takes like forty-five seconds or less. But it'll be our Mount Rushmore <laughs> of managers. Should be good, but obviously the biggest news of the week. You know, as I had, as, as I had alluded to last week talking about the big WrestleMania kickoff press conference. It's funny they call it the kickoff. I'm like, then what's the kickoff before WrestleMania on WrestleMania night, their kickoff show? Anyway, mm. and d- you said you watched it. Did you end up watching the entire thing?
1: Yes, I did. I did indeed.
0: Had you intrigued right off the bat when you see your panel has Big E and CM Punk. You're like, oh, I'm in. I'll
1: hang I- and watch. We're going to bounce around on this because there's so much to digest. Um, yep. CM Punk was amazing. Yeah. He was amazing. He doesn't pull any. He, he don't fuck around. He just says it like it is. I don't know that I want him on commentary the entire time that he's injured. Maybe for special big events here and there, guest commentator. But as he gets closer to his return, keep him off of TV. All right, let's Why not...
0: not NXT or Ooh. maybe, maybe, maybe this sounds a little too. I don't think they would do it in the root of that's because AEW does it, but they used to bring in Jim Ross in WWE for like special matches, like certain mm-hmm. matches. So maybe, hey, we have a special commentator for this match tonight. Sam Punk comes out, like certain nights, like you're saying, occasions, but he was great on it and it made me laugh within like the first 45 seconds and he goes where was all this in 2013 because everybody's revolting that Cody should be in WrestleMania at the WrestleMania main event over Dwayne and it's and he's like this is just the same shit and it's funny because you know it happened to the WWE roster twice rock came back took the main event with Cena not once but twice Uh And the second one definitely Did not need to be happening But twice as as I've said a billion times Yes thank you But as I've said a billion times Very easily could have just had Punk be inserted in that match Somehow because he was The 434 day world champion And then they gave him Taker Which is fine it was good but nobody gave a shit about the main event That year they Uh shot themselves in the foot This year seems like they're trying To correct that which is pretty good Um You remember last week I brought up that triple threat thing, right? I said WrestleMania 20, triple threat, WrestleMania 30, triple threat. Here we go, right? Forgot. Technically, WrestleMania 10 was a triple threat form. In a way, Yokozuna versus Luger, and then the winner took on Bret Hart later in the night. It was Uh, a triple threat scenario in a way. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's always been three men every 10 years. (sighs) Okay, you said we're going to be bouncing around. I'm just going to quickly recap what I can. First, I think it was Thunder Rosa that said it on busted open radio. Uh, busted open radio. Am I the only one thinking where the fuck was Bailey? Like that—that's a person that really should have been there. But it goes—it goes, it goes unless... further than
1: it goes further than that. She actually tweeted like after the rumble they put out some WrestleMania posters and one had Bianca Belair instead of Bailey. Hmm. And that's basically what they've been doing is they've been everything promotional wise has been Bianca Belair, not Bailey.
0: Are we trying to make her like a underdog to win the title, or?
1: Uh, I think there's a lot of components to it. One, uh, she's got that TV show with Montez Ford now, right? Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. Did you see how AEW countered that?
0: Uh, isn't it like? Johnny TV or no, no, yeah. who is it? Uh, whatever his yeah. name is
1: now. Johnny TV and fucking uh, Taya Valkyrie. Yep. They've got their own little fucking yeah. thing now. It's like a YouTube show or something. But anyway, I, Bianca, you know, I always liked Bianca. I, I hated her at first, but she's fucking really good. She's really good. Promos, in the ring, you know. Uh, but we're she all tired. us
0: both on you don't even
2: go here. We're both Oh, like, fantastic. Okay, I like her. Yeah, fantastic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but we've got oversaturated at this point. It's time to get reinvented. Uh, so, okay. I think maybe it's a little bit of them. Hey, hey, remember Bianca? Hey, guys, we've got it. We had a black world champion that was a woman. Can you can you say that? You know, a little bit of virtue signaling, a little bit selling the TV show. You know, so it's probably more of a face that people are going to get drawn to from their perspective. I think that's what it is, which is unfortunate because Bailey's one of the you know top women in wrestling today, especially sure. since you turn heel.
0: And, and to preface, it's not that you're saying like. That's a like a word like, oh, it's because she's
1: no, 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 no. no, no. But I mean, you got to think you think uh, think of it from empowering
0: and I think it goes a long way. And honestly, she's fucking good on the mic. A hundred percent. Bailey has been nothing but heel up until like a week or two ago. Right. This whole press conference is to also sell the whole thing. So I think she was doing that portion when it came to Bianca, (laughs) if if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and then from the women's roster perspective, I I think Rhea is the bigger draw match anyway for the title. So,
0: Uh, so I mean that happened where you know uh, Becky came out, all that crap. I the biggest, obviously, the biggest thing was first you have Seth Rollins comes out, then Roman Reigns. When he calls out Cody, actually Roman's music kit, yep. which I thought yep. was pretty good. Um, I wasn't ready for that. And then Cody comes out and it's the whole exchange, and you know, we don't have to go over all of it, but first again, Roman just tearing down Seth's title. You know, it doesn't matter. That's second tier, that's nothing. There's the it losers works. table. So go like, over to the losers to the table. Lo- uh, I'm like, so then we have to. If you're gonna keep saying this, and you have to merge these motherfuckers together, because it's killing me of what you're doing right now, um. So, then you know, of course, Rock comes out after Roman says he is gonna face the Rock. Did you notice that Cody came out with zero music?
1: Mm-hmm. Loved it.
0: Found it very interesting. Loved you know? it. They. They could have gotten a massive pop with the the wrestling has more than one family, especially with the whole goddamn story, yeah. you know? The family tree was really cool. Uh, there's a lot of great screen grabs of it online, so you can really look through it all. Um, I forgot, and I did know this, that The Rock is actually technically, even though Roman is tribal chief, Rock is high chief, Dwayne Johnson or The Rock. He's actually or Rocky Maivia, he's actually a high chief.
1: The fucked up thing is they're actually not even related.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you really look kind of through. But it's funny, the two names on there. Jacob Fatu is on there. Yep, I saw that. He's going to WWE. I'm like, well, I think they're just being transparent. The other one was Danny Garcia, but only with one N. And it's Uh, completely different Danny Garcia. And people are like, holy (laughs) shit, that's where he gets those moves from. Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) so okay now let's get to the the good part where you know you mess with him you're talking about my blood you're talking about my family my family blah, blah blah first i have to say that rock ate it up as a heel okay this is some old school rock of what we were just watching about a year ago with you know the 97 era uh 97 98 Right now, it's kind of hard to boo him. People are booing him in what we're watching right now in 99, right. but they're also cheering him because they're like, God, he's still really fucking good. And to me, my only issue with The Rock is the amount of time in between each goddamn sentence or each oh fucking word. Yeah,
1: he milks like, the crowd. could
0: have... We could have trimmed the shit down, man. And I get it. And yes, you're right. You're milking it. You can. It's on Peacock. It's live. gives a fuck. Yeah. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Like, it's funny. (laughs) I messaged you and I said, yo, it's on. No spoilers. You wrote, I'm out. Not going to see it until tomorrow. I messaged I think little John, I go, yo, no spoilers. She goes, I actually forgot it was on. Thanks for the heads up. (laughs) Uh, But. Whole thing leads to the slap from the rock. And I think it was awesome the way that everybody got right there in time like to to break it up. I hated the muting of the swearing. You're on the Peacock. It's not like you're on the USA Network right now, man. You could have bleeped it later or muted it later if you needed to for... Uh, promo packaging for later for WrestleMania, but you should have let it be real and live because it—that's how you want. It made it look real and live up until the muting, and it was dead on right. muting. To I was like, "Yo, what are we on like a four-minute delay? They had time to really get every little spot because it's like he, I, 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 yeah. I, like they were just getting it in time that it was enough. And I will say that's something that annoys the balls out of me on watching Raw. Raw. Yeah,
1: Holy it's terrible.
0: Holy. And I'm Sometimes like, you just Gosh. cut the, um, they just cut
1: the feed for 10 seconds. The audio.
0: Just let it be completely. <clears throat> yeah. Don't just do the holy and then bleep it. It's worse. Okay. My immediate response. Cause it, Triple H came out prior to the whole event beginning when he came out, which by the way, the video package was well done. You put in the old uh, VCR tape and you, it's mm-hmm. all the old WrestleMania things. Minus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Or Vince. And
0: Oh my God. One one last thing I did see a great meme today. It said, Yo, remember the time that Big Show wrestled a tag team match by himself? It was him versus and Brock Lesnar versus Chris Benoit and John Cena.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect.
0: All right. My immediate response to you with this whole thing, because Triple H when he came out in the beginning said it all began and your main event was uh Roddy Piper and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorf versus Mr. T and Hulk Hogan who got a mixed fucking review as well. Like every time you say his name, you know, it's just as much. Uh Rock was getting booed all fucking night anytime his name got mentioned. Mm-hmm. And Triple H saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. we have heard him say that before, but he's actually done a pretty good job. Remember, he said that, like, in NXT at one point. And I believe it was, like, the first one that was in Brooklyn. And he's like, you ain't seen nothing yet. And then from there, it was just amazing a run. for a while. So, yep. yeah. So, who knows? My immediate response, as I was about to say this whole time, is you do a fucking tag match. You do. Rock. And Roman versus Cody and Seth, both world titles on the line, winner take all. Whoever gets the pin gets both titles.
1: You're, you you so may not be wrong right there. Yeah, I don't. I I personally don't like that because here's the thing. I think you get one match I out of Rollins. I personally
0: don't like you.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Right. Uh, Rollins can only do one match. If you did the titles one night and then the tag like the next night or vice versa or something like that, I'd be fine with it. Um, it's funny because after that whole thing and they cut back to the, uh, you know, their like pre-show panel, Big E's like, he's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Is it going to be a tag? And you could you could see somebody, somebody must have whispered in his ear because he just kind of clammed up after he's like, shut up.
0: <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that's enough from Big E for the rest of this evening. Uh, Punk, what do you think?
1: Punch somebody in the mouth.
0: <laughs> like, see, I really think it would be, yeah, like that. It would be the tag because Seth could also work better that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hurt. Right now, we have Cody versus Roman. After, it's funny, R- Roman says rock. Rock says it's going to be the greatest thing for our family. Let's, let's stand in the middle and hold hands, brother. It was, you know, what we like to call here. Yeah. Anyway, so. Anyway. He and then you know now Cody calls his shot, makes Seth look fucking just stupid because now they come out on Friday Night SmackDown they're like so we're gonna have a chamber uh, match for the men now two weeks after we've announced that there was a women's one and about what two weeks before the pay per view mm-hmm. we're gonna cram it all in real quick here's some matches. The first one, and we're going to piss you the fuck off with the very first one, will be Randy Orton and Sami Zayn. And Randy Orton goes over. What? I, I, I hmm.
1: Yeah. What, I'm not what?
0: trying. I'm just saying with this whole. That hey, was random. Not uh, That they put those guys together yeah. and had Orton go over. Yeah. Especially for. These videos that you're seeing on Raw the last two weeks of him sitting in the empty arena talking about getting his moment, going for the world title. More on that in a minute. So, right now, what we do have is Drew McIntyre has qualified, Randy Orton has qualified, on Monday night, L.A. Knight qualified, and Bobby Lashley qualified. I don't want to see any four of those. Well, maybe L.A. Knight versus Rollins, but... Rollins technically is face right now. Do you really want to do a over face versus a somewhat face? And it, how do you do that now? Yeah. And I so think they, I think they missed more the boat. People that could, oh, hundred percent. Oh yes. Yes. And I actually, you know what? LA Knight himself said he'd like to take the title off of Logan Paul at WrestleMania. And I read that in an interview prior to them making this stupid fucking tournament. And by the way, <laughs> I called LA Knight and uh, Logan Paul, but we have two matches. That'll be, taken care of on Friday night, which is Logan Paul versus the Miz. And then Kevin Owens versus Dirty Dom. I would love to see Dirty Dom just go into this to go to the pay-per-view because then pretty much then that I even pretty much all of judgment day will be represented at that pay-per-view Rhea's in her title match, the tag title matches on the line. hmm Put him in the fucking chamber match. I don't really need to see Kevin Owens in that chamber match. We all know he's not going to make it to go to WrestleMania. We don't need to even fantasize it for two seconds. He's still worried about Logan Paul anyway. I think they're both going to fuck each other out of their matches at this mat- or at this uh, this coming Friday. Mm. And you're going to see The Miz and Dirty Dom make their way into the chamber.
1: I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it now. Priest uh, came out recently in an interview and said he is not allowed to cash in the briefcase because Rollins is hurt. So That's th- kind of funny. So I think what's going to happen is somebody from Judgment Day, maybe Finn, maybe Dom. Dom would be crazy. Dom's going to beat Rollins for the title. Priest is immediately going to cash in and I take it from you him. Imagine
0: Dom winning the title. Yeah. That would be the most. And then
1: losing the it five seconds later.
0: Well, no, he wouldn't win the title. He wait. You're saying Donald Dom Cohen
1: faces actually... Rollins for the title. Okay. I'm calling it. Calling it. Uh, They've already oh, been teasing man. Priest turning.
0: Oh, I know that, but I don't know about. Eh, well,
1: put it on the board.
0: What if Miz is on the way to the ring, or? All of a sudden you see Dirty Dom is laying down on the ground in the back. Hurt. What the fuck? Who's going to be the sixth member of the chamber match? If you smell. Oh, God. Yeah, but then he has a match set for Rollins. Cody set for Roman.
1: My only thing with that is is that Rock's working one match. Because I'll put money on it. He's probably going to get hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong uh, Well, I don't know Where it's going to go I guess we just kind of have to let it be For right now I will say it's great to watch The Rock be a heel I, I mean
1: Lean into he it He
0: was booed Yeah, he, he per, perfectly Great job Especially, I mean I was just waiting for him to start singing You know what I mean? Kind of like the like <laughs> Just that thing The bells will be ringing <laughs> Guess what? Tony had an idea, and he said, "Let's make a big announcement." You know, Eric Bischoff said it best. He's on TV more than sixty percent of his other talent that he has and owns in roster. He's on TV all the fucking time mm-hmm. compared to guys who could be and should be. Yep. Uh, apparently, word is he only he blinked six times, which is good. It's new. <laughs> Might have been a light night, but he. Announced that I don't know, coming up in a couple of fucking weeks. I didn't even care to put the date down because I didn't give a shit that much. It's Big Business. I think it's after AEW Revolution. Big business. It's on a fucking Wednesday. It might it's Grand Slam, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just it's a dynamite with a name to it. Mm-hmm. But if you saw the subtle little parts in the video or uh, ongoing graphic to it. It's a dollar sign. It's Mercedes Monnet
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's from Boston, which is where it's going to be. And if you look on her uh, Twitter profile, it says Boston, and the S is a dollar sign. And that was in the graphic uh, for the major announcement. So, yeah, it's totally going to be her. Good luck to her. I never thought she was that good anyway. She, did, she, belongs, she deserves to be in AEW. Of the four horse of the four horsewomen, she was the worst,
0: and Becky's right next right next to her. her. (laughs) Yup. Even when like everything you're seeing on Raw with her and everybody's like, "You are the best," and I'm like,
1: "Is she? Are you really?"
0: (laughs) Um, I have to say a quick nod to brother Marty with his his knowledge. That we, we were going back and forth. I believe it was actually the day that our show released. We were just talking back and forth about wrestling. Somehow Tony Khan comes up, and he said it's the best thing. And I want to make sure I get this right because it's just when you hear it, you're gonna. It's just like poof, mind blown. Like Tony Khan is a man that was born on third base and thinks that he hit the triple.
1: Yeah, that sounds and about I right. was
0: like, wow. And I'm like, you're right. And he goes, like, he just feels like, look at me and everything I've done. Bitch, you've just hit everything. And I know we've already talked about it, but it was just the perfect analogy. And I was like, God damn, it just was so well to it. It just, yeah, yeah.
1: I'll take it a step further. He's liberal Donald Trump.
0: Hmm. I'll take it further. <laughs> He's a coke addict. <laughs> 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 <coughs> <coughs> So you got some good things going in wrestling. You got some bad things going in wrestling. You know, Tony is on that tremendous trend. And out of the, one of the weirdest moves for no reason, well, not no reason, but it it sucks after impact wrestling is officially dead and TNA is resurrected by one man himself, the president of TNA, Scott D'Amori, Scott D'Amori was fired. By Anthem Sports. They're the parent company to TNA. And a man named Anthony Chacon is actually taking over and is said to have absolutely no wrestling experience. Nice. Mm -hmm. Off and running. And it's funny because if you watch this past week's Impact, people are like, yeah, it was still a good show. Yup. That was a taped one. (laughs) (laughs)
1: so do you know why they fired him
0: they just want to be more hands-on
1: another thing i saw was is that demore was asking for extra money not for himself uh, but like hey man we want to do this production thing so it's going to cost this let's do it you know this and that and they're like fuck you we ain't trying to spend money
0: well, he was. I guess they did a company Zoom meeting after he was let go right away, and everybody had to hop on and uh, with the roster, creative, everybody, and they said, you know, we credit him. He did, you know, save the company. But onward and upward with a guy. It's the new Vince Russo in TNA.
1: Hey, we the were sucks, doing great, so had, we fired I him.
0: Just had some hope.
1: Yep. Yeah. Even I had awesome. some hope. Can't you know, wait. it's funny. It's funny that you say that that way because. I never really watched a lot of TNA. Uh I tuned in a little bit when the broken Matt Hardy thing started because I had just gotten back into mm-hmm. wrestling and I thought it was interesting, yep. right? Before they you ruined it. was
0: a good a good era, but yes, I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. You know, and I've watched videos and I'm aware of who passed through there and you know all that stuff. The way things have been going lately, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go out and watch some TNA. I'm gonna watch some <laughs> of the recent shows. I might have to hold off now. <laughs>
0: Well, let's just say this. That's the president in charge. You still have your writers. You got your staff. I mean, who knows what the plan is. They are still working in what is the impact zone. So, or actually they have been doing some traveling as well with uh, events. So we'll see where they go. It sucks, but I mean, they do got Nick Nemeth there. Trent Seven just showed up there. So there goes my mustache mountain reunion. (laughs) They got Mike (laughs) Bailey. You know, they got some, some good workers over there. You still got Jordan Grace. Uh, see how it plays out. What I like is you see, Tony did it wrong. He's like, I'm gonna buy Ring of Honor and I'm gonna keep Ring of Honor alive. You should have just said, I'm gonna buy Ring of Honor, R-I-P-R-O-H, and you all work for me now. Not what he did. No. As you know. <laughs> the promotion defy. And progress have progress. merged together. Progress—that's how the Brits progress. say
2: it.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: they have merged together as one. Hmm. They realize that they can become a global uh, entertainment, you know, for wrestling. You know, bigger than they are right now on their own, which I think is cool. And you know, Defy had Darby Allen, Swerve, Plain Wayne. You also had, uh, you know, through progress, I mean, name any NXT UK guy that we've seen from Walter to Tyler Bay to Pete Dunn, um, Drew McIntyre has been there. A lot of guys have made their way into, to there. Oh and yeah. Even like, even you got your guys like Adam Cole that would go out there and, uh, you know, be out there every now and, it and then. It was the, Speaking I, of, apparently yeah. he was the devil and a bet does something on dynamite. I don't know.
1: I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like to keep it that way
0: you know what that was the same exact same thing that billy jack hayne said when he got arrested i don't know nothing i want to keep it that way so apparently this dude killed his wife and then was in a standoff in his home in portland oregon with the police for a little bit. He's alive. He's arrested. He's in jail. But, okay. Cloudy week. I got you know nothing. What I
1: mean? Well, just wait. <laughs> no shit. It's Remember the word days, of the day? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: this past weekend, I text you and. I can tell when you're busy when you don't get back to me, and it kind of hurts my feelings. But I know, you know it does. We'll That's why I do it.
1: Got to keep you in place. I really,
0: it <laughs> kind of hurts me. But I go, bro, I can't go to it. You have to go. March 24th, GCW is going to be in Rochester, New York. And what was it? A ticket? 50 a ticket? 40. 40 a ticket. And I go, Yo, you should take your boys and show them with uh, GCW's like, and you go, yeah, for 120, I'll show them 100. I'll just show them YouTube clips all day long and save my money. <laughs> Look at, they haven't named Matt Cardona there. I would like to hope that he would be there. I would um, hope so. Yeah, he, he's. He, but you got Nick Gage, you got Joey Nutella, Danhausen for some reason. Uh, Jacob Fatu will be there. Dark Sheik, we interviewed her. Thrilling, and <laughs> Colin Delaney, Rochester's own. Yeah, and the name Cloudy is there. Is this the one from Cloudy? Uh, week? no, like cl- our Cloudy Days <laughs> that we had.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that.
0: Oh yeah, from the Body Donnas.
1: Yeah, and they they've done that kind of angle twice. They just did it with uh with a uh, Mark Henry. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, if I thought you in recent years. I'm like, I don't think they're allowed to do that no. kind of stuff anymore.
1: I don't think they did it since this canyon. That was probably the last time they did it.
0: <laughs> We're watching it with Saturn right now. Hey, okay, let's talk about some shit that happened this past week. Uh, look at New Japan is bringing the fire this year. And they had New Japan's new beginning in Osaka this past Saturday night. Holy shit. Okay. First... Hikaleo and ELP dropped their tag team titles to Kenta and Chase Owens. Kazuchika Okada wrestled his very final singles match against Hiroshi Tanahashi. It was the match I thought it would be. It was the same one I saw the forty-seven other times that I've seen their matches. <laughs> Look at they, but they. It's to me, it's the John Cena Randy Orton. That's it's them yep. two together. It's you know what I mean. It, it's. Uh, If you want to say Austin Rock or however you want to look at it like that, it's the two guys that were together. They were their biggest rivals, and I'm all for it. Um, He has, like, a tag match that's going to be coming up, but, like, this week, and then he's done. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So
0: who knows where Okada's about to land. There are the rumors of AEW, but there are still slight rumors for WWE. Man, ooh, ooh, night after WrestleMania.
1: Hey, that ooh, it. Yeah.
0: Could change things completely depending on whatever happens. Whoever finishes their story and whoever (laughs) can't finish their story.
1: I told you, just put them uh, them in NXT.
0: No, please don't. But Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson had their second match. And it's like Danielson's doing his favors. You know, he came back to Japan to do his favors. He did one to Okada, and now he did one to Zack Sabre you remember how I said the Wrestle Kingdom match was better than the Forbidden Door match? hmm This match in Osaka was way better than Wrestle Dream. Wow. It was so good. The reversals were ridiculous. It was all over the place. It was a real good match. Uh, and it ended up being with a pin. And it's funny how people you know, didn't like how we talked about it. They didn't like how it ended on a knee. Did you really want one of those guys to fucking tap out? Right. They weren't going to, you know what I mean? Like it, it was okay that he got him with a knee. This was like a reversal to a reversal to a reversal to bam, a pin. One of those ones where you're laying next to them and you kind of take them by their side and you have their arm with one arm of yours. And then their other arm is in your legs. You put them down on their head, you know, crucifix. Over, I just crucifix
1: thank you. Pin. Crucifix
0: pin. Thank yep. you. Yeah. I showed you and kind of talked about what it looked like and you knew the name. Good job. We call you Professor in Training. <laughs> way <laughs> to sell it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had my questions as to how they were going to do a five versus five steel cage match between the Bullet Club Ugh. War Dogs and United Empire. Are you saying "uh" as in I
1: saw some pictures. Uh, I like the way the cage was set up. It was unique. I don't know if I ever necessarily saw it like that. It was kind of like a Hell in a Cell without a roof, I guess,
0: kind of. So, actually, what is a very good uh, reference to a lot of fans out there, if you've ever watched the Ring of Honor versus CCW uh, feud, and they had the cage match where the cage went all around, and you could probably touch the top of the cage with your hand. if if, If you're a little short, you might jump but it's all around and you have a lot of room on the outside and yep. you still have your, your ring. All right, before you bash it, do you want me to talk about it or do you just yes. want to go right into your fucking bashing?
1: Uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, let's go on with my bashing. It, was, it looked dumb.
0: Yeah, you know what? I would love to hear a <laughs> critique of someone that didn't watch the fucking match. Please, want to hear this. Go ahead, Meltzer.
1: I already said it. said it's dumb. It looked no, dumb. Didn't.
0: Yeah, it did. Just, just that only looked dumb. Yeah. It's how Japan does it, okay? You're you're disrespecting a fucking culture. <laughs> you ignorant fuck.
1: Didn't I do that earlier already?
0: You, every fucking show. So no, look at. So some guys I actually really didn't know too well in some of the groups and goddamn that I end up liking them after this. There's a guy Drilla Mahoney. Either Mahoney or Maloney that's on Bullet Club War Dogs, mm. came out wearing a vest that you would have bullets going through, like one of those shoulder ones that are like thin enough that goes just for bullets, mm-hmm. with like 15 forks going through them. And I was like, okay, I kind of like it. And then Alex Coughlin of the War Dogs comes out, and, you know, they use those plastic chairs, right? Those not... yes. Yes, it's kind of hard to explain. You know, yeah, okay. Yep, I don't my- I really. I, I'm not on my description day, so <laughs> let's really hope that you're ready all day. He comes out, no bullshit. Chairs on each arm, shoulder to wrist, walking to the ring with all these fucking chairs, and walks out and gets them there. And everybody just starts setting them up. This is War Games. Yeah. No roof. War Games. One. Versus one, and then every so often a guy comes in. It was all in Japanese. It was really hard for me to tell what the time interlapse was, and I just didn't give a fuck because I was just watching it. It was a fucking masterpiece of a real war where it looked like guys hate each other rather than just stand around doing spots the way WWE does their war games. And how, Jesus, blood and guts. This was amazing. Uh, problem? Hanare? which I guess he dropped Aaron, Aaron Hanare, uh, at one point was in the match and then was just gone. I was like, okay. Then comes back in, and I was like, why is this motherfucker wearing a jockstrap on his head? Nope. He had to go near the outside, and he must have cracked the back of his skull open. They had a giant bandage on the back of his head, and they bandaged it and then they wrapped a bunch of it around his head all the way around where it would go like ear to ear around yeah. his jaw over his <laughs> head like that. You know what I mean? That wasn't a bad description.
1: That no, wasn't too bad.
0: And I was but at first I go, why the fuck like I said, it looked like a jock stripe at first. And I go, the fuck is this guy doing? Again, <laughs> Japanese. But yeah, he got cracked open, came right back. Jeff Cobb was a goddamn powerhouse, beating the fuck out of everybody in this. He pushed one guy up against the cage, the entire cage slid. Awesome moment. Um, it opened with Osprey and David Finley, and it ended mm-hmm. with David Finley getting the pin uh, on Osprey. Mm. Really, really good. Yeah. So, Bullet Club War Dogs went over on Will Osprey's very final match with New Japan. Said to be probably not this week, but probably next week will be on Dynamite and then likely setting up something for Revolution. Kenny's out. Who do you put them against?
1: Okada. I know you don't want it, and I don't want it because it's we've seen it, but that's what's but that's what it's gonna be.
0: You know how much money I just paid to go watch that live and sit <laughs> next to a douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, besides that, look at they're on their new beginning tour. And the New Beginning Sapporo is the final one. That's February 23rd. And on that night, it's going to be Nick Nemeth versus David Finley for the Global Championship, as well as Matt Riddle looking to take the TV title from Hiroshi Tanahashi.
1: I hope Nemeth versus ones. Finley, I, I think, has a, has a lot of potential. I, re, I You know what? I'm kind of excited for that one because I want to see what Nemeth can do outside of WWE.
0: It's very funny you say this because... We're gonna get into that very very soon when we get to a table, the one that we bring. Ah, that we bring things to. Hey man, so look at, not usually much to ever report when it comes to AEW, unless three weeks before you're set to retire, no matter what, you win the fucking tag team championships. Sting and Darby Allen defeat Ricky Starks and Big Bill, which they had a I guess a couple two, three month feud good for them. But I mean, fuck the poor guys only for their celebration to get cut by Nicholas and Matthew coming out in all white suits that you would see the blood all on their, their clothing. These motherfuckers are going to win the goddamn tag team championships at revolution. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless your goal is for Sting to win his last match. Mm -hmm. And now you have to drop said tag team championships Mm -hmm. and have a whole new tournament again.
1: Well, now, one thing you could do is Darby could find a new uh, tag partner, but you're right. Tony likes his tournaments, so that's exactly what it would be.
0: Horrible. Mm -hmm. Well, they opened up the show with a 30-minute time limit draw, with the trilogy match of Swerve and Magnum Page and it, of course the five more minutes yeah, like every I'm like Jesus Christ they milk the balls out of that like every fucking time That's like I I saw it, we saw it with Danielson and Omega we saw it with MJF and Adam Cole we've seen like these time limit Pac draws, and omega and then it's it, it Pac and omega let's give me five more minutes it's just too much I think Cody had one like that if I'm not mistaken as well and, which, by the way, I also, I got to go back to this uh, Nicholas and uh, Matthew. A couple of weeks ago, I called them Matt and Jeffrey. Matthew and Jeffrey, which would have been the Hardy Boys. But it's like Hardleys. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. Yeah.
1: Same, same difference.
0: It is. Uh, But, so, these guys, because of that, all of a sudden, Tony Schiavone goes, Oh, guys, I just got word from... Tony Khan in the back, he has officially set the straw down, and he has made the match for Revolution. It is a triple threat between you, Joe, uh, well, you two and Joe. Yeah, that's not how he said it, but it was kind of like that. Again, descriptions are really well today. Uh, Okay, do you really want to cut Joe's title feud from World's End, which was December 30th, where he won the world title? We've seen absolutely nothing but one defense. It was against Hook. Mhm. There's no way he has to he's going to be dropping it here. He's going to pin Page. There's no goddamn way Swerve is going to get uh, Swerve will be pinned. I hope. Well, hang on, let me say it. There's no way. I got to stop saying those things when I'm talking about Tony.
1: Mhm.
0: Do you assume Joe retains?
1: I don't know. Uh, I think them putting it on swerve wouldn't be the worst thing. Uh, I know it sucks for Joe. Uh, we kind of viewed him as possibly a transitional champion anyway. And swerve is one of those weird, cause you know how it is in AEW. Nobody cares about the faces and the heels are faces. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's pretty much how it works in AEW. Um, but I mean, I, 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 actually, I, I, I don't think you'll wait I, much longer.
0: I think you could justify the f- the <clears throat> Swerve going over and Joe having just that quick championship reign mm. if Swerve does it in like the dirtiest of fucking ways. Sure, and he's already we've seen him play very dirty already, and it's a triple threat, no rules. Just saying, if he can get Gates of Agony involved and in the rest of uh, Nana's Corporation, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's a possibility. Yeah. But, or I don't know. We also right now we're also still dealing with what you have the devil and his men. I don't think that even went anywhere. still it has it? I mean
1: anywhere. I have no still. idea. Who gives a shit about it? Uh here's the other thing too. You've booked Hangman Page so terribly and he is not over and has X Pac heat, so let him eat the pen, that's fine. We've already made him look like a dumbass. Oh ass. no, he's eating the pin. 100% <laughs> he's eating the pin.
0: It's Joe or swerve that's getting the pin. That's yeah. what the conversation is about. Uh so also we have <laughs> this is going to be good. So Adam Copeland and Daniel Garcia are going to have a match tonight on on uh, Dynamite. The winner gets to face Christian for the TNT title at Revolution. Yeah, yep, 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 mimicking gun to the head, gun to the I, head, absolutely, I I, see I it. don't
1: fucking get it. Is it because I don't do coke? Is that why I don't get it? <laughs> <laughs> do I
0: need to do coke to <laughs>
2: understand this show? <laughs> you,
1: you just had Copeland win the title for five seconds and immediately lose it back to Christian. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to have the match again. Huh?
0: Correct as well as you want to hear what else they're doing again. Here's a fun one for you. There's a triple crown title match set between Brian Danielson and champion Eddie Kingston for revolution. Eddie Kingston says, if you, if you win, obviously you have the championships, but if I win, you have to shake my hand. Um, I've seen this before. Matter of fact, I was there at Revolution (laughs) where he said, Chris Jericho, when I beat you, you will have to shake my hand. That was the opening match at Revolution in 2021. Or 2022. Maybe it's a callback. What, everybody you don't like, you have to make them shake your hand? (laughs) Pretty weird, dude. (laughs) I want to feel your skin on my skin, dog. Well, over on the blue brand for SmackDown, the qualifying matches, you know, we talked about it earlier, uh, you know, it was everything following up at the press conference, but real decent match between Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate defeating DIY for the number one contendership and they are said to be taking on Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber. It hasn't officially been announced, but I think that was what the plan was to be. Yeah. I think I should be a good match no matter what. You know what I mean? I'm saying like Pete Dunne, Finn Baylor, Tyler Bate. And Priest can go with everybody. He's fast and quick for a, a big guy. Yep. No, I think. It was like two years ago when he won the North American title and he dove into the hot tub. We're like, what the fuck? Oh, are they fully doing clothed with
1: this guy? in leather pants. We yeah. were howling about it for like five minutes.
0: <laughs> Here we are. Now he's one of the best things going. And speaking of on Raw, backstage saying to. It's the truth, you're not in the judgment day. There's no initiation, no post-initiation. I <laughs> like and he goes, Not even a pre-initiation. And he had to face JD McDonough, who he loses to. And then they start beating him down. And DIY comes out with chairs to make the save. Later on, we see them in the back, all three of them, and our truth goes, Man, DX. I got to say, man, thank you guys so much for saving me tonight. And he goes, the heartbreak kid, the cerebral assassin, the king of kings. And it's funny because then after, like, it's funny because if you look at Champa, he kind of does have a Triple H (laughs) look to him, which is really funny. And uh, I think right after that, it was uh, as they were starting to leave from that segment, you know, they start like going to the ring. You hear Gargano go, I mean, I am a a sexy boy. It, it, It was Great segment. I love it. Uh, <clears throat> Jimmy Uso gets the pin on Imperium. He's actually facing Gunther coming Monday for the Intercontinental Championship, so that'll be another win for Gunther. Mm-hmm. Can't see him wasting it before WrestleMania on a Raw. No. And Rollins offers Cody to be his shield against Rock and Roman. Get it? It's funny.
1: Do you get it? <laughs>
0: wait, wait! Wasn't he in a group called something with uh, that John Ambrose guy?
1: Yeah, it's called the Sword.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because when Punk brought up, he goes, "And you got, he goes, you got Cody, you got Rocky, he goes, you got Seth." When he did the thing at the <laughs> press conference, and it's funny because like, I'll be your shield. I don't know where that's going. I, I hope it's going to be a tag team match. I really do. Think about Do you remember the time that no! uh, it was 1995? <laughs> it was the two dudes with attitudes. It was Diesel and Shawn Michaels versus Yoko and Owen. It was supposed to be world title, intercontinental title, tag titles, everything on the line, winner, take it all. They could do that with this right here. In just I already said it earlier I don't need to repeat myself but I will. <laughs> and the other thing that happened is okay, Sammy, he might be out of the title picture for now. I still think if you're going to save if you if you end up going here's my, well here's my issue. If they do Cody versus Roman, what the fuck is Rock doing just accompanying him to the ring?
1: Good question, man. Good question.
0: Rock really follows him around like a little bitch.
1: He a bitch.
0: The backstage segment was great. You have it to disrespect was. my family. Again, I'll knock yeah. his fucking teeth down his throat. I was like, girl. Like, this is why I don't want him, <laughs> you guys to mute this shit. Right. But here's my take on Sammy. They do another video or uh, promo where he's in the thing and she in the arena, and she's like, so – it just wasn't in the cards. He goes, no, it's not. He goes, you know, I'm going to still keep fighting, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, it gets interrupted by Nakamura, which is great because not only were these guys former friends, remember? Mm-hmm. He was the spokesperson for Nakamura for quite some time while he yep. was also Intercontinental champ. It's also the very first man that Nakamura faced in NXT. And they had a match on Raw. Really well done. Drew comes in it was great because on the way to the ring Drew's trying to fuck with Sammy and Sammy just goes you're in my way and it was enough to piss Drew off to interfere Nakamura gets the win and Cody returns a favor because Sammy came out last week and made the save this coming Monday we're going to get Cody versus Drew now which you know they keep doing this build each week you know whatever the last segment is you know is going to be your main event next week Not sold, not sold, I think. Drew wins Chamber. Somehow, Sammy just talks enough shit to Drew and gets him to put his thing on the line, maybe whatever. It's another fucking draw, who knows, and triple threat. It's the only way you're going to save that world title match between them and then Sammy goes over. You have a, a huge darling story because Roman's retaining
1: what if? What if?
0: <laughs> Doing one of mine? Yeah, I like that. Do you have a real what if, or are you just th- being funny?
1: No, I think we talked about this previously, and that I mean, Sammy in that in that, uh, yeah, I think we talked. It might have been fuck. It might have been last week, and it was the same exact conversation. Yeah, put Sammy in a triple threat with uh, McIntyre and Rollins, and Zane, Zane getting that title. It's the it's the, it's a loser's table anyway. So yeah, that's fine. Uh, and I just and I still I. Yeah, if Roman if Roman retains, motherfucker. Who Roman are you putting will retain over because
0: here? Cuz look at he's not going to go he's not going to drop the title to or he right, I'm sorry. He's not going to beat Bruno San Martino's record, okay? He'd have to hold the title another two full fucking years. Right. But if he lasts till September, he beats Hogan's.
1: Ah. Uh, yeah, good point you can it's, it's a business where you can literally rewrite the history books which they've done before figuratively and literally
0: i'm just saying i called last year where he was going to retain against cody not sold that he's dropping it this year personally yeah we'll see One thing find I out I have to soon say about wwe have you noticed you may not have caught this but to me it's something i catch when vince is in charge it's WrestleMania, even right now while we're watching WrestleMania or while we're watching 1999 for the wars, he's saying coming up at WrestleMania, WrestleMania, WrestleMania. Do you hear him say WrestleMania 15? No. But they keep saying WrestleMania 40. That's Triple H in charge. You're saying numbers. They did. They stop. They didn't. They for quite some time it was like this is WrestleMania five, six after like 10 or 11 they stop saying what number it was and they just say wrestlemania hmm a showcase of the immortals and the men who shit on their anyway okay
1: <laughs> that's enough So we of do that. have
0: the elimination chamber coming up uh in a couple of weeks and then the week after we are going to have revolution as we talked about um god damn if they do Christian Cage and, and Adam Copeland one more fucking time it's Excellent. Great. Good stuff.
1: Fantastic.
0: Let's go to the table. Just bring it, bitch.
2: Oh my gosh
0: Want you all right now pick up the device that you are listening to this on. If it's a whole computer, don't. But if it's uh, your phone, I want you to take this episode, hit the save button. Keep this here forever. Remember this exact moment where we're just under an hour into the show. Within two to three years, David Finley will be in NXT and be moving into WWE in their system. He fits the mold so well. Just got to drop a couple of the F-bombs. You know, but that's what they get away with in New Japan. Uh, I'm telling you, he is... He's good. Very, very polished. He's a son of Fit Finley as well. That's kind of another thing I think that will get him in there. He's already walking around beating the fuck out of people with a shillelagh.
1: You just wanted to say something. No, he shillelagh. really is. Oh, okay. But he
0: really is. He's using the fucking shillelagh. Yeah. Go ahead, word of the day. What do you got?
1: I don't even know what a shillelagh is. I'm not some Irish prick. <laughs>
0: I'm not a fucking <laughs> mick. No, it's it's a. All right, it's like a very short walking stick. Right, it has okay. it's like a the thing that has like a claw. Oh right yeah, there, yeah, so yeah, okay. Bob someone on the head.
1: Hmm. No
0: shit. Finley carried one of the ring. You I know mean? that if you watch wrestling.
1: I yeah we we we've talked about it before. <laughs> on this very podcast.
0: You want me to try and do Irish? <laughs> Sure. Because I don't think this is it.
1: No, you can only do Scottish. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm Scottish.
2: Arr.
1: Nailed it. Nailed it.
0: <laughs> Nailed it.
1: That, that that That's really it? I was all excited. You're like, make sure you hit pause and save this. I'm like, all right, all right. What do you got? What do you got? I'm like, that's it? Yep. <laughs> hey, in two to three years, if this guy doesn't renew, he'll end up in NXT. <laughs>
0: Call me Tony Khan. Big announcement, everybody. <laughs> Notice I didn't blink once. <laughs> ha ha, this is an impression. That's the whole time. That
1: should be your Halloween costume. Dress like Tony Khan, do your hair. But the, the 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 crux of the costume is you just never blink. The whole night you don't blink. <laughs>
0: it's either I gotta get fake eyes or I gotta get real coke.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. Before this turns dark, oh. what do you have this week? <laughs> and before so, your
0: uh, your chicken nugget officially kicks in, oh, I
1: think it's already there. Uh, it's there. I put Maxine Dupree. Uh, I, I put that as a placeholder because she had that. Uh, she was in that mixed tag match. Uh, it wasn't this past Monday. It was the Monday before uh, against the Viking Raiders. She's terrible. She botched every move <laughs> she did. But that's not what I was actually going to talk about. I was I was gonna, I'm actually going to talk about horror movies, which I guess kind of relates to what I just said, but that's a different story altogether.
0: Wait, before you get into horror, I just want to say I kind of miss the mixed match tag team challenge. The I don't. Men in Okay, horror movies. Come on, man. No, it's fine. You had Team Big Little. You had Strowman and Alexa Bliss. That's right. You had AJ Styles and Charlotte. The Mm -hmm. second year, you had Truth and Carmella with the dance party. (laughs) All right, what do you have? Horror movies.
1: Oh, I don't know. I've just been watching horror movies. A few for you to uh, check out. I told you about Hereditary, Midsummer vibes on that one. Thriller, suspense, no yes. jump scares, really. Uh, another one is the witch. You ever seen the witch?
0: Are you talking about nineteen nineties? The witch? No. Oh, that's a good. Oh no, I'm thinking witches.
1: Bitches. You know which is is
0: no. one that which is the one that has uh, Angelica Houston that was the one who played uh, the mother in Adams Family, right?
1: Uh yes, it was.
0: Where. This boy is in London and they're all like a, a hotel. It's a little boy who cries like a little bitch in parenthood. Him and his little buddy turn into mice from these witches. You don't remember this movie? No. Wow. Can't, can't say I do. Wish I, uh, wish I didn't say all that
2: then. All right, let's <laughs> go. Got? I'll
1: put it on my list right next to Ozarks. Uh <laughs> A little lower, he, X. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Almost X X. Yes, they're all A24 movies, by the way. Yeah. Um, uh, X is more of a traditional slasher-style horror movie uh, set in 1979. It's literally a bunch of people going to a farm to rent out uh, the guest house to film a porn called "The Farmer's yep. Daughter." Yep. Have you seen it?
0: Oh, I have, absolutely. Oh, okay. Have uh, you seen dude, Pearl? I'm a very big fan of A24 uh, films.
1: Have you seen Pearl? Not yet. Okay, so that's apparently like a sequel-ish, prequel-ish, because oh. it's because oh, the, the old lady, her name was Pearl. So ba- it's a basically oh. about her, how she became what she was in X. So hmm. got to check that one out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I especially like the part where the lead chick... Uh, and in the, in the porno was shown wiping the money shot off her hip i thought that was quite good filmmaking it, it was very <laughs> because the hip is <laughs> yeah sometimes you miss it gets, gets away it, it gets away for it gets away from you you know you don't always land mid back or ass cheek you know <laughs> your gun is uh, digging into my hip
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the amount of gum in his mouth is accurate, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so last week we did drama movies I did a new one this past week that I had not watched before that I it's it might as well be the female version of like maybe dead presidents but set it off with Queen Latifah Vivica A. Fox Jada Pickett uh, and a couple other people
1: think they fought over the Will Smith is
0: <laughs> here's the issue the cop the cop in the movie was do you remember in office space he had to meet with the bobs mm-hmm. the what the taller guys like oh it, yeah it, i think he was on uh Scrubby scrubs or something yep. like that yeah yep. the the, it, the pleasure's all on this side of the table right here <laughs> he's the cop that's he's awesome. the cop in this movie no it isn't because i'm like <laughs> eh, i'm not really taking you serious man like all i'm seeing is yeah the the comedy guy of it uh set it off wasn't too bad good soundtrack man A little N. vogue don't mm.
2: let go you got the right to lose all right,
0: let's go to the words before i sing the rest of
1: the album
0: <laughs> monday night war all uh, right. Well, Shane, they say anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. You just, you just won the European Championship.
2: Let's oh, call me Champion. Kane. Yeah, Kane, baby. Oh wait, no, Kane. Oh my God. What you doing, Shane? Uh. X Punk! X Punk! Mac, I did Oh, where's the Rockies yeah, next for corporate gold? What's next, Shane? What's next? I, I'm going to
0: WrestleMania! Yeah, man. yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I did it. <laughs>
0: My, oh, my. It is a big show that we have when it comes to the Monday Night Wars this week. That's right. Big, big show. I'm excited about it. So, uh,. First, you know, last week we had an unopposed nitro. Now on Saturday night, the night before a pay per view, Raw's unopposed. With I'll be honest with you, pretty goddamn lackluster Raw. So I'm okay with you uh, speed reading through a good amount of this. <clears> There's <throat> a lot of dumb promos.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yo, are figure. you okay?
0: You're over there. You're gassy as fuck. It's Wheezy over there. Joe,
1: wheezy. man. You know you should be used to it by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah i think we already made the decision like moving forward like we're not gonna do these one offs And like, when we were scanning uh the, the upcoming year there were a few extra ones in there i'm like do we really need to watch this and you're like no <laughs>
0: well yeah well those were like the some of the uk pay-per-views or oh that's right uh, two of yeah, them he- i think Right. We're like, ah, I think we could, we'll could, we be fine without them. We did it the American way the first time. That's right. <laughs> red, white, and blue, baby. And drive big truck and kick a little ass.
1: Well, no USA for the Saturday Raw, which is February 13th, 1999, because it's in Toronto. Uh, the crowd, the one thing I noticed is the, the entire crowd was signs. It was all signs. Yeah. You couldn't see people. It was literally the, all just the signs. The
0: opening of Raw was just straight signs. And I go... Wow! Yeah, that was a time. <laughs> that's
1: that's exactly shit. what I said. Wow! You, you yeah, nailed it. it
0: <laughs> ridiculous!
1: Uh, they announced the attendance at forty three thousand, uh, and it's going to be. It's being broadcast on TSN. So I don't know. They might not have had this in uh, in America. This might have only been on TSN.
0: This was uh Skybox. Or Skybox. I'm sorry. This was Skydome, Dome, right?
1: Yes. All right. So Austin opens up the show. Good way to start it off. Cuts a promo on Vince. Mankind comes out at the end of the promo. And the audio seemed off. Did you notice it? Like they played Mankind's song for like 10 seconds. They stopped it and they restarted it.
0: Oh, I did notice that. Okay. Yes.
1: It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Sounded off the first time. Maybe they had to fix something. Anyway, Foley says he's going to retain against uh, The Rock and face Austin at WrestleMania. Uh, says somebody's going in this ring is going to take one hell of a beating. Corporation com- that comes out. Rock cuts a promo on mankind. Vince cuts a promo on Austin, uh, and Vince promises Austin that no corporate or family member is going to interfere during their cage match, and he tells the corporation, "I'll fire every damn one of you if you interfere." Uh, and tonight, it's be a
0: giant show. I can't wait to watch <laughs> it. It's It's awesome.
1: Jesus Christ. Now you're forcing it. It's not Valentine's Day yet. (laughs) Anyway, Vince has booked Austin and Mankind tonight, and Vince is going to be the guest referee.
0: And uh, it is Valentine's Day, dickhead. Thank
1: you. (laughs) Oh, well, it's actually the day after. Or no, it is. Yeah, we changed things up. Wow. See, why you got to confuse me? This is hard enough. Sorry, I can't
0: help you, kayfabe. Word of the day.
1: Cunt. (laughs) Ah! Remember Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse? Oh, I remember Pee Wee, yeah. Uh, We get a shot. Shamalama ding, shamalama ding
0: dong. (laughs) No. I know.
1: Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, we get a shot of Deborah rubbing her legs for no apparent reason, other than that way we can see Mark Henry watching her do it on a monitor and him rubbing his <laughs> right, well. next. It's D with Mark Henry versus Jeff Jarrett with Deborah and Owen. Uh, D cuts a promo before the bell, tells Mark he wants a shot at tag titles. Uh, he says, Listen. I want you being distracted with Deborah, so I got you a girl. We'll do what you want, anytime, anywhere. She's all yours. We get the debut of Ivory. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, she distracts Jeff Jarrett. D Lo wins. And then we get our first of many upcoming cat fights between Ivory and Deborah. Um, and then, so this is really cool because it's not the Sky Dome anymore. But I think they just renovated it or did whatever, or they just call it something different. It's out of the Rogers Center now. Uh, we went there for a baseball game, and there's a hotel attached to it. And a certain wall of the hotel, if you have a room there, you can look out over the baseball field. Pretty fucking cool. They had that back then as well. And we have a camera, pan, zoom in, right on one of the windows, and it's Val Venus and Ryan Shamrock making out. So there you go. Awesome. Speaking of, they go into the ring with Kevin Kelly. Shamrock runs in for a beatdown. Shamrock fucking takes out Tim White, then Mike Kyoto. Headbutts Hebner, takes out another ref. <laughs> uh, and Venus and Ryan uh, head to the back. And we see Ryan massaging Venus's shoulders. And Val says he's going to take care of Shamrock tonight. Next, Gold Dust comes to the ring and he has blue roses and candy delivered to him. King starts eating the candy, (laughs) which is hilarious. Uh, Goldust is supposed to be facing Gilbert, uh, which he does. Mid-match, we hear the Goldust music hit again. And on the tron, we get a pre-record from Blue Dust, who is covered in blue paint head-to-toe and is naked with the exception of some dead flowers on his crotch. He looked like blue poison ivy. Yep. Much fatter and Yeah. Yeah. Uh Gilbert gets a roll up for the win. Gold dust beats him down post match, hits him with the shattered dreams. He goes to the floor and then the lights flash blue. Blue dust comes out, the lights go out, and when they come back on, gold dust is covered in blue paint. I know, I said I was gonna blow through this. I'm just like reading my notes verbatim. This isn't working. Let's try this. All right. Hebner's backstage. He says, nobody, none of my officials are going to ref Shamrock and Venus. And if there's no ref found, Shamrock's going to forfeit the title. We get DX come to the ring and they basically all cut a promo on their opponents upcoming for the pay-per-view. Billy Gunn's like, well, I don't have a match. So how about this? He takes off his shirt and he's wearing a ref shirt. Road Dogg says, oh, you're applying at Foot Locker. It was a lot funnier back then (laughs) because it hadn't been around that long. Uh, And Billy Gunn says, no, I'm going to ref the Valvina Shamrock title
0: match. still think it's funny.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's because we're old. It it meant something back then, so it still means something now.
0: What time did your shift start today?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you got the whistle, too, just so you could piss people off. (laughs) Next, we get Mankind vs. Austin, non-title. Vince is the ref. And Vince says, we're throwing the rule book out the window, eye-gouging, uses of chairs, kicks to the groin, all that Austin tells Vince, oh, so you want somebody to get their ass beat? Uh, he says, well, I'm not getting my ass kicked, and neither is Mankind. I guess that means you're getting your ass kicked. And obviously, he's goading Austin into hitting him because they still had that stipulation. And Austin says, well, Mankind ain't going to kick your ass, but he is. And it's Sacco. Lock Sacco in on Vince. Corporation comes down to make the save. Uh, but Austin and Mankind keep him at bay. Clear the ring. Nice. Let's see, so back from break, corporations at the top of the ramp, Vince cuts a promo, he keeps clearing his throat after being hit with Socko, tells Austin he's going to be in the ring tonight, but with the exception of The Rock, you're going to face every member of the corporation in a gauntlet match. No way they could fuck that Seems up, unfair. right? Yeah, it does yeah. seem un- unfair, but I'm sure they're going to fuck it up somehow. Uh, let's see, Godfather versus Viscera, one of the hoes loses their shoe on the way to the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and then King with the line of the night, possibly of the year says, I'd like to run that gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, they're just letting him loose now. <laughs>
1: full tilt, full tilt. Uh, Midian's on commentary. Michael Cole says Val Venus is looking for Shamrock. Midian interferes. It's a DQ and a beat down. We go back to Val Venus and Shamrock. They're brawling backstage. Billy Gunn shows up in the ref, uh, Shirt tries to break it up and says, Well, fuck this. I'm just going to start beating your asses too. And they just brawl. Next, you get X Pac with Kane. Uh, I'm sorry, X Pac versus Kane with China. It's a DQ because China interferes. China slams X Pac, sets up the pedigree, but Triple H makes the save. Uh, China squares up with both Triple H and X Pac, but China hits the ropes like she's going to go after them. But Kane grabs her by the ankle, pulls her out of the ring. Al Snow cuts a promo on Road Dog. You're right. This show did suck. Al Snow cuts a promo on Road Dog. Says, I'm not going to wait till Sunday. And he pulls quote unquote toys from under the ring, basically just garbage weapons for hardcore matches. He hums the final Jeopardy music. Nobody comes out. And he says, Fine, I'll have a hardcore match by myself, which he does.
2: <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> I knew you were going to hyper focus on that. <laughs> <laughs> just, like yeah, the fuck, hyper- just like the just like the just like the Footlocker joke. That's another twenty-year-old one.
0: <laughs> but it's funny the hyper focus. I am like, wait, ooh, that's a shiny joke. Wait, Word what? of the
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> I am being one. No, not at all. Not yet. We're uh, only like no, a third of are. the way You are. taking this. way too long. With, you yeah, are. I know. One. I know. Anyway, uh, this sets up a, a brawl between uh, Bob Holly and Al Snow. Draws is backstage with Kevin Kelly. Asked, "Why do you hate the oddities?" Draws says, "Do I look like a punk? Do I act like one? Why'd you call me a punk?" Apparently, Kevin Kelly called Draws a punk at some point. So, uh, yeah, Draws just clocks Kevin Kelly, and Blackman stops him. So, there's your next feud.
0: And Draws walks away. Yes, able to. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Wow! All right. Well then, moving on. We have Blackman versus. The I'm Rock. giving
0: everybody an update. Maybe you don't know when it's happening. Maybe I don't think that was at a live. That was like a live event.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't know he just didn't
0: roll on up right there and was like, "Hey, man,
1: Kevin Kelly, come down here so I can punch you. I can't walk,
0: I'm like little Chris in a wheelchair."
1: Rock wins. Gets a pop. Main event: Austin versus the Corporation. He starts against Shamrock, hits a stunner. He's about to pin him, but Test breaks it up. So that means Shamrock got DQ'd. So now it's Austin versus Test. Repeat, rinse, and repeat. It's Kane this time. Then again, it's China. Then Boss Man. <laughs> it literally was just, "Hey, Austin's about to beat him. DQ next person." That's what it was. Uh, Boss Man uses the nightstick. No DQs called. He chokes Austin out. Vince kicks Bossman out and takes his place to get the three count on Austin. Vince cracks a beer, pours it all over Austin, who comes to. Corporation holds him in the corner, and you get the famous shot of Vince just like pointing and spitting in Austin's face, which is hilarious that that came from this random Saturday Raw.
0: That's true. Which is especially because the go home Raw for what is really going to be for this. This is the. One of the final in-your-house events. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe there's this, and then there's the one right after WrestleMania, the Backlash, if I'm not mistaken, and then I think they're done.
1: Yeah, and it's weird because over the last ones, they rarely even mention that it's in-your-house. in They just call it whatever it's called. Right. You know what I mean?
0: But this is going to be a pretty giant big show for this one, so let's let's kick it off because it was on Valentine's Day. And you know what? I was at a place where a person had all appetite, no manners. That's right. That boy's house for this one.
1: All right. Were there any appetizers out?
0: Uh or did you not put in on just, that just... man? <laughs> it's a different story for a different time, my man. <laughs>
1: was there the guest pizza and the that boy pizza? <laughs> this
0: is mine. All of it. <laughs> And lick this. <laughs> Ew. Sorry, I right. got a fruit roll up I'm that, fine. That's fine.
1: <laughs> Memphis, <laughs> Tennessee. Um, they do a, a package at the beginning of the Austin McMahon package uh, where somebody's singing crazy. Not not the Aerosmith one, you know. I go crazy. It is a good song. Oh,
0: you're talking about uh, crazy. Crazy. Um, for, but it starts getting like very. Uh, not like grungiest, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, like just so disordered Oh,
1: yeah, okay, yeah. Yes. Yep, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, Goldust versus Blue Dust. King calls Blue Dust an ECW reject. Goldust wins, hits Shattered Dreams post-match. Next slide. We see Shawn Michaels from uh, Heat earlier in the night with Vince and Austin, uh, and Vince is trying to get Austin to hit him. Vince spits in Austin's face. Next, Al Snow versus Bob Holly for the hardcore title. Al Snow uses a payphone as a weapon, and he says, reach out and touch somebody. That's another 30-year-old <laughs> reference right there.
0: <laughs> oh, was it at oh, and I believe who so. I believe that? so. I think That's you're right. Good yep. one.
1: Uh, Remember
0: 1010220? Uh, 10, 10, on they're my, starting
1: uh, to show Nitro some of the commercials. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then, like, yeah, 1-800-CALL-CALL. I didn't, who do CALL? Collect calling was such a big deal in the late '90s.
0: Then you had to buy those calling cards. You remember those little things? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yep. Wow, a taking a fucking real trip down memory lane. Anyway, yep. Yeah. <laughs> they use floor tiles. They use a street sign. They fight to the banks of the Mississippi, and they end up in the water in the middle of February. I am sure that was real pleasant and clean. Uh, Holly ends up wrapping El Snow up in some fencing and gets the pin new hardcore champ, but he has to run all the way back from the riverbed to the fucking ring in the arena.
0: Yo, I had to skip some of the run. It was taken way too fucking long. <clears throat> and I, I did like, you know, the 10 second skip, 10 second skip. I go, Oh my God, he's not even into the building yet. Christ. Like this is a long ass jog. Yeah. I uh, we, if I'm not mistaken, are just on the verge of Bob dropping Bob.
1: Yeah. No. And yeah, it was great. Uh, I think it's on the next RAW. I'll I'll bring it up. Uh, it was pretty good. Yep. Uh, but yeah. No. This definitely. I mean, crowns it. Um. Yeah. I. I. I, I
0: yeah. It was. It was pretty big. It was. A pretty it
1: good, was, uh, It was giant. Yeah. Uh, next, you get the ministry around a barrel fire, like it was Frank Stallone and Rocky. It's kind it of amazing. Do, 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 Take it, it back.
0: back. <laughs> Frank St- hey, can I, can I be like one of the guys you fight in the movie? How about we uh, have you sing next to a barrel of fire we can't tell who's you or anybody else in the dark?
1: The best part is, you know, he actually, <laughs> Frank Stallone's actually released at least one or two albums. I know you <laughs> What is with the random I facts? I want to love you.
0: <laughs> Take it back. Do, 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 do.
1: This is a good song. I said,
0: push it back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got to have a little Mad I Dog 2020 actually... to pass around. Oh, my God. Uh, All up right. Up yours, Creepo. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bossman vs. Midian. Midian's carrying a jar of formaldehyde with an eyeball in it. Leaves it at commentary. Bossman wins with a sloppy sidewalk slam. Ministry surrounds ringside. Lights out. Gong. They take him back uh, to the back. Back to the back. Next, D Mark Henry and Ivory are with Kevin Kelly. On heat, Ivory and Deborah had another catfight. And they want to have a three on three mixed tag. Dilo tells Deborah if she interferes, Ivory's going to rip every bit of your clothes off. Foreshadowing. <clears throat>
0: That's why I'm here.
1: <laughs> That's why we do it. <laughs> so <laughs> you get Henry and Dilo with Ivory versus Jeff Jarrett and Owen with Deborah for the tag titles. Uh, Deborah opens up uh, her jacket to cause a distraction on d Ivory pull- pulls her down. d being the idiot he is because he's done this before, tries to break it up. And while Henry has Jeff Jarrett in a press, Owen hits Henry in the back of the knees with the guitar. I liked that. It's a subtle mm-hmm. thing, but it's always in the back or in the head. How about this big motherfucker's got somebody pressing you just take out his fucking knees with a guitar? Pretty fucking smart.
0: Yeah, not, not done often.
1: Yep. Uh, Jarrett locks in the figure four. Henry submits immediately. Ivory goes after Deborah, rips her jacket off, and Deborah uses the tag titles to cover her titties.
0: Best time I've ever seen the tag title in front of a set of twins.
1: All right, moving on. Kevin Kelly's with Mankind. Boobs. (laughs) Boobs. Boozy. Mankind. God damn it. Mankind was attacked by Rock on Heat, um, injured Mankind's knee. Next, Val Venus uh, with Ryan Shamrock versus Shamrock for the IC title. Billy Gunge ref Valbos- says the big Valboski has a heart on for you. Never gets old. You know what else never gets old? The best part about Ardons. this match. <laughs> yes. Yes heart ons shamrock locks in the ankle lock <laughs> Valvinus crawls to the ropes and ryan helps him get the rope break and shamrock goes to the floor and he starts running down his sister and in the same level of volume and the same tone of voice like it was just part of his promo he says to her slap me
0: it's one of the most infamous ones of all time it is i've actually been waiting for this
1: (laughs) me too this is one of my favorite memories i remember i think i saw the recap of this on rocks i don't think i got this pay-per-view uh so i think i must have seen the recap of it and Mm -hmm. it was fucking great i'm like motherfucker just said slap me it's worse than John Cena, out, like you're
0: saying, like where he's like, "Get away from my sister!" They'll "Slap me!"
2: <laughs> oh God.
1: Anyway, Gun takes out Shamrock, rolls him into the ring, uh, counts and counts a fast three. Val Venus wins the IC title. Gun and Shamrock fight, and Gun comes back to the ring just to take out Val Venus. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's stellar
0: sl- stuff. I mean, the, the, the- the, the, the big show comes at the end. You know what I mean? The, the big stuff happens later.
1: Boo! It's been a while.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't fuck up. I tell short and sweet <laughs> stories. <laughs> Unlike thought, you breaking down just one goddamn <laughs> fucking shitty raw.
1: I thought it was Valentine's Day, not opposite day. Um... Triple H and X-Pac versus China and Kane Shane's on commentary. Um, it, they just tease a lot of spots for China to get some work in. Um, but Triple H does end up landing a couple rights on China. X-Pac hits the Bronco Buster on her, but Shane ends up attacking X-Pac. X-Pac chases Shane to the back. Triple H about to hit China with the pedigree. Kane just choke slams him and rolls China on top of Triple H. China gets the pin, so Gilbert pin Goldust, and China pin Triple H.
0: And Triple H has a heart on for Stephanie. Well, <laughs> not at this point.
1: She's only seventeen.
0: <laughs> You're sixteen. It's illegal.
1: At least in the state we're in right now. Hey, we see. <laughs>
2: the fact that that was the first thing out of your mouth where you're like well
0: hang on man there's always an option (laughs) you
1: gotta gotta look you gotta look work the angles man work the angles we see ambulances in the back of the arena they're prepared for the last man standing match which is up next it's rock working the knee he injured on heat uh he actually does uh four chair shots to his knee uh i we saw the spot that i i love and thankfully they didn't do a lot of Uh, Rock goes for a headshot with the chair Mankind ducks Chair hits the ropes Bounces right back into Rock's head Love that Mm -hmm. spot Uh, Let's see Socko Rock counters with a kick Right back into Socko This time counters with a rock bottom They take each other out with the chairs Neither answer the ten count It's a draw Rock uh, gets stretchered out As well as Mankind uh, Into their respective ambulances And they drive off into the sunset together
0: And Mankind retains and I'm not trying to be that, because you never mentioned in the beginning that he was the champ walking into this. Gotcha, gotcha, We've played Hot Potato a little bit, you know, recently. Right. He had won it at the Super Bowl halftime heat. Mm-hmm. So that's how this last man standing came about, obviously. So for, I absolutely, I was like, well, yeah, we're heading to WrestleMania. Here's our February pay-per-view. He's dropping it right here. Motherfucker.
1: Yep, I did the same thing. Yep, because that's the thing. I mean, if if you don't know, then you're just following along with us. If you know, then you're you either already know what happened, or you're like us and just reliving it and saying, "Oh shit."
0: I mean, I when we look at a lot of the stuff, I'm like seventy percent. I'm like, "Yep, yep, yep, yep." Right. Some things, you know, are like, "Oh, I can't believe they did that," or "I I can't like," especially with the nitro shit. Uh, But this is, you know, this was a good one.
1: Definitely, and I like the move. They did that every once yeah. in a while, you know, just uh hat, what you just swerve them at the pay-per-view and then the next night flip the switch.
0: Problem is they've done the <sighs> double count out of a last man standing way too many times. They did it here. They do it between Triple H and Shawn Michaels at Royal Rumble 2004. Uh, they did it just not too long ago. You know, it's just... Don't have a stipulation unless someone's going to fucking lay down for 10 seconds. Yeah, They can't lay down for three, and they're not willing to lay down for 10.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So we got our main event event for this big show. It's a steel cage match between Austin and Vince. It's the cat and mouse game for a bit. Um, Austin fakes hurting his knee. So Vince comes out, and that allows Austin to get the shots. And they fight through the crowd a bunch. Um, they both climbed the cage. Vince falls through the Spanish announce table. Keep in mind at this point, they haven't even gotten into the cage yet to start the match.
0: Vince has taken some <clears throat> fucking crazy bumps. He's already bleeding mm-hmm. the bounce yep. off the table. He bounced off the table. He, when he hit it, his body bounced in the air. Yep. Not high, but like maybe a couple inches a couple enough inches. that it, it, for him to come right back down while the table was still collapsing below him. It was...
1: It was a rough one. It was
0: a hard bump for him, you know? And even then, I was like, what's he, 60? Even then, he wasn't. He just looked old as fuck back then. Mm-hmm. But here's the the one thing I have to say, if I am not mistaken. This is the final steel cage match with this steel cage setting. With the old WWF bars we are now going to get into the gates type uh gated type uh fencing, you know, one that's going to happen yep. uh that we all well, we see now. I believe that this is the final one. I could be wrong, but I'm like maybe 80 to 90% sure on that. Buster, what up?
1: There you go. Yeah, and even still now they're black, not blue like they used to be. But it's still right. the same, still the same style cage though right now. Um, which yes. I kind of dug. I kind of dug Uh, you know, especially since it really lends itself to what happens, you know, I can't do that with the chain link. Well, not as easy. They've done it with the chain link before. Actually, never mind. Oh,
0: giant ending. Go ahead. Bring it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They ended up bringing the stretcher out and putting Vince in a neck brace and on the board, Austin's on the mic and basically says that's bullshit match never started. Um, so you are not going to lose that easy. And he asked the paramedic, Hey, Jackass, the son of a bitch still breathing, Austin just wheels the stretcher right into the cage. Uh, They get in there. It's a beat down. Austin's about to leave the cage, and Vince flips him off. So Austin comes back in. Uh, Vince gets a little bit offense and tries to escape over the top, but Austin gets him back in. Uh, Same thing a couple more times, and then Austin's about to flip uh, the top of the cage. Double birds from Vince. Well, Austin ain't going to have that. Uh, Stunner. Starts talking shit to Vince, and then, the giant surprise of the big show, Paul White comes up through the mat. Uh, commented Cole did a good job selling it. I feel like it didn't get that big of a pop. Maybe because it was in a cage and it was hard to see.
0: Man, that just goes to show how many people are just straight WWF marks at the moment, or... How little they knew of WCW. Where were we? We're in Nashville, so that's WCW market. Yeah, or no, not Nashville, Memphis. Memphis, I mean, like Memphis. Yeah, it, it's King's Enough down. market for them to know them. So I mean, they maybe yeah. it just like was more of a gasp. Like it just took a minute to register. Like motherfucker, is, is he the right? Oh shit! Here's <laughs> a little blonder.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you um, definitely got a die job. I, I, it,
0: I, and they went right to you know who that is. That's 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 Paul White. That's Paul White. He went yep. right with it. They didn't call him Big Show. That's not his name, obviously, at this point. Uh, they obviously goodbye to the the giant name, but they just went right to it. All right, will use his real name for now,
1: which was a fucking Bischoff tactic when the outsiders came.
0: Oh, very true.
1: Ooh. Yeah, interesting, huh?
0: Took it from him. I like it. My favorite. All right, first I have to say this. At that house, watching it back 25 years ago, what was funny is that when Vince was being rolled away in the stretcher, and we're like, we all said, we're like, whoa, 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 the fucking bell never rang. Wait, oh no, I didn't hear Mine's no bell. With this fucking shit, like, yeah, but we were really worried. You know, we we're like, fuck, they're gonna fuck him somehow, and but the ending, I, I'm just gonna explain it. I have to. It's my, it's go just for a it. very. So
1: you haven't been doing well so far. You sure now
0: turns around, sees seven foot. Paul White picks him up. And one of the weirdest things I've ever seen by the way, the way he's holding him in the air like he's like a baby basically. You know what I mean? Like cradled up in a fetal position and throws Austin at the cage, the one that is closest to the uh, aisle area way like you're heading towards the ramp. The ramp, yep. And that cage just happens to open up and he hangs on, slides over and just Drops down. That's weird. I keep doing that. So anyway, pops straight down and uh, wins the Royal Rumble uh, contract. Technically now, if you will, and will be the number one contender to the Rock. No, I'm sorry, to the World Champion, which is now McFoley. So uh, at WrestleMania 15. So even at this moment, I was like, "Shit, mankind in Austin," which i got to say this real quick. I read this the other day. A couple quick things about Mr. Foley. One, rumors have made their way that he wants to do a death match. Yeah.
1: The yeah.
0: one person I say you don't do it with, I don't give a fuck if you do it with Nick Gage and die. I'm fine with that. Do not do it with John Moxley. Don't make no. me disrespect back for you. <laughs> I like what you do, Mick. Don't do it, Mickey. Hey, Mick. Cut me. But the second thing is I just read a, an interview where Mick Foley said it was considered and heavily talked about that it was going to be a triple threat at this WrestleMania 15. And mm. he said that was one of the biggest heartbreaks for him, and that's why he ended up getting in the the four way the following year. I'm like, damn. So it's what could have been. Then you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, thankfully he still had a very successful career. So I mean, you
0: know. Oh no, I know, but I'm like, that could have been a pretty cool. Oh hell yeah! Uh, main event. I think I would have been. Right there would have been unprecedented, but okay, that's fine. Now, let's go to Raw and see who's going to WrestleMania.
1: Well, let's find out. We're in Birmingham, Alabama. Shawn Michaels comes to the ring. He introduces see now us-
0: that's a place where the age might be a little bit different.
1: Yep. Probably. <laughs> Probably.
0: You had this on your mind. Now I get it. Okay.
1: <laughs> Foreshadowing. Shawn Michaels introduces Austin, then Mankind. They set up the fight for Mania, or are they? Uh, The corporation music hits. Um, Vince does this bullshit apology. Uh, We get asshole chance. He has 12 stitches in his head, he says, and he says he wants to be a better man and start all over. Wants to bury the hatchet. All he wants is he wants Austin to say he's sorry. And Austin says, yeah, I am sorry that I didn't beat your ass worse than I did. Vince wants uh, Shawn Michaels to book a rematch between Rock and Mankind. Mankind says, "Uh, even if I feel like crap, uh, so why don't you give me seven days to recover and we'll do it. Rock comes out, wants the match tonight. Mankind says, hey, these testicles are full of fortitude. I'll see you in the ring tonight. Um, And about your match, it's going to be a ladder match. So Vince introduces the ref for the WrestleMania title match. It's Paul White. Who gets some heavy booze?
0: Oh yeah. With a shirt that says no gimmick needed. In, oh, a, I didn't in his notice upper that. it oh, you had to really catch it. But was it, was it the tattoo on the hand. back it was
1: like a tattoo parlor, wasn't it?
0: Could be. But I didn't
1: notice the front, the, I saw the back. Yeah. On
0: the left, it was a very small logo on his left pack, and it said no gimmick needed. Huh. And it just made me go. That's funny, because when he went over to AEW, it's no BS. Just, you know, anyway. Uh, He was very heavily booed. I think it was people were like, okay, you know what? We're very, I'm telling you, man, when you're a WWF fan at that time, you were loyal, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, where a lot of people were. You see him come over, you're like, fuck you, we don't want you here.
1: Yeah, it also could have been uh, that they were just pissed, you know, he's heel he went after austin so
0: he, yeah maybe uh, he's uh he's good i i it's i'm already excited that he's already here so we'll see where this goes
1: yeah he was definitely floundering a lot on uh, wcw the past few months so we saw it in that oh, one really? promo
0: you mean smoking <laughs> cigarettes on the way to the ring
1: oh I that? missed that yeah yeah Debra and Jeff Jarrett versus Ivory and D'Lo in a mixed tag match. It was a shit show. Um, It was basically set up to have the crowd pop for another cat fight. Uh, Debra does end up using the guitar on Ivory. And uh, that's that. Speaking of Paul White, he's in the locker room being welcomed by the corporation. Next, we get Triple H and X-Pac to the ring. And Triple H tells China, it must feel good. It's the first time you've been on top of a man.
0: Uh, what is she? What is he saying about himself?
1: <laughs> Triple H says we've got a bad taste in our mouth. Phrasing. <laughs> uh, then Triple H uses the other hard R. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I usually, I just get the black one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You want to please explain what
1: you're saying? <laughs> it's a reference from the league <laughs> spunk. Okay. I love spunk. <laughs> yeah,
2: there it is.
1: Uh, Triple H wants a rematch. Uh, China and Kane and Shane come to the ramp. No rematch. Shane gives China the night off. Xbox says, how about we trade one bitch for another bitch? You take China spot. Triple H calls Shane a puss. So tells X-Pac, Shane tells X-Pac to put the European title on the line in the tag match, and he'll do it. And he does. And as soon as that happened, I'm like, all right, well, we know where this is going. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, randomly see Val Venus and Ryan Shamrock in the back making out. And then we see Mankind practicing for the ladder match. He's like in this like, <laughs> recess in the floor with just this rickety old wood ladder, and it takes him two minutes to get up it. <laughs> It was no more than six feet, you know what I mean? It wasn't a big ladder.
0: You know, I think everybody just remembers him jumping off of the cell. You know, a lot of certain things about him, but goddamn, not just like in-ring promos, he was doing random funny shit in the back weekly, the pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Like the, even the one that we watched, the very final UK one that we watched last year, he was doing some really funny shit in the back. Mm-hmm. It was like Rebellion or something like that. So it's solid. This one right here, yeah, taking forever to go up a, a two-foot ladder.
1: It was fucking hilarious. Loved it. Uh, next, you get Billy Gunn versus Val Venus for the IC title. Um, question. Mm-hmm. I see Val Venus wearing the title. When did they change to that oval design? I don't even remember that. Was it when Rock won the IC title?
0: Yeah, have you not been watching the fucking show? I have.
1: I don't, for some reason, it just hit me. Maybe it's, it's just not on TV that much, or I just haven't paid attention. I don't know. I had a fucking flashback or something. I don't know. Anyway. uh, uh Dude,
0: you remember when Rock smacked Shamrock in the head at WrestleMania last year at WrestleMania 14?
1: No. <laughs>
0: I'm going to smack you in the head with a fucking chair.
1: Well, bring it over. I'll be here. I ain't going anywhere. You want to know what the most interesting part right, of this well, match? Hang on.
0: All right, stop, no, everybody. No, 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 we have to no, pause no. and go back a whole fucking year and no, everything that happened. No, we season. don't. No,
1: it was, just a, it was just a thing I noted. At one point, Valvinus is laying in some rights, and he stops on the third one, reaches in his shorts, rubs his balls, and then lands the right again. That's you like heard my me.
0: Ultimate move when I get in a fight with someone. <laughs> <laughs> just, now here's the stank fist. <laughs> right from
1: right from the taint. And just <laughs> <laughs> even commentary <laughs> was awesome. like, "What the fuck?" Who wants some
0: cheddar cheese?
1: <laughs> Valvina's retains. Gun checks on Ryan. After taste, she took a bump off the apron, and Valvina's kicks Ryan to the curb. All right.
0: That's two now. It is two. Did mm-hmm. it to Marlena. Did it to uh, this one.
2: God, a Stingy you little
1: did, porn star. Do did you see his tweet? Uh, I, I forget Velvina's real name. Did you see his tweet? Uh, so Sonia Deville got married to her partner, longtime partner. Mm-hmm. Did, you see, did you see? Did you see statement? I did not. Basically, it came boiled down to this. Is obviously not a quote. It was basically. Well, they're both women, so they can't procreate, so they can't praise in Jesus' name, and they'll never go to heaven. Basically what it was. I guess that right-to-censor thing wasn't much of a gimmick, huh?
0: But did you forget the entire first two to three years of your uh, career? Yeah, I was playing a part. That's fine.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Breaking up
0: marriages, you know, (laughs) shit like that. You know, happy homes, impregnating a girl. Oh, no, you didn't. He had a vasectomy. Banging some dude's little sister to the point that he forgot that he had to yell at her to say slap me.
1: Wiping your nuts before punching somebody.
0: Right? That's way worse than lesbians getting married. (laughs) Way worse.
1: (laughs) No disagreements here. Uh, we see, just so you
0: know, Venus, it was two pussies you were never going to get. So don't worry about it.
1: There you go, fellow. I agree. Billy Gunn's consoling Ryan backstage and then Shamrock doesn't like that. So he goes and beats his ass. Uh, the ministry comes to the ring. Bear tells Vince to listen to the Lord of darkness. And it's basically uh, taker telling McMahon that the WWF's going to belong to me. And one by one, you'll all fall before my ministry. Um, yeah, boss man comes to the ramp and says, Uh, pick three of yours and I'll pick two of mine and we'll have a six man tag.
0: I love it. Because he actually says, You're sidetracked. You got a lot going on because he is sidetracked with Austin and everything going on. Mm. And, he, and that's he's like, This whole thing's gonna crumble and you don't know, and it's like all of this that we I for you know, we know where it's gonna build too, but it's yeah. so fucking good.
1: All right, Kane and Shane versus Triple H and X-Pac for the European title. (laughs) Um, It's basically what you'd expect. See what I mean?
0: You can do it in a tag match. (laughs) Yep,
1: there you can go. There's precedent. Basically, Shane never tags himself in unless he knows he can get some offense in. Uh, At one point, China gets clocked by Shane after X-Pac ducks. Kane blocks the Bronco Buster. Triple H takes Kane out. The ref gets distracted. Chana slides the title into Shane, who uses it on X-Pac, and gets the pin. Shane McMahon has won the European title. They show him in the back celebrating with the corporation, and he says, I'm going to WrestleMania, baby. I loved it. I did it, Daddy. (laughs) Do you love me now? No? Just promise me you won't poop on your mistress's head. (laughs) Or make me do it. Yeah. Well, at least he escaped that one.
0: He probably went to Shane, too. He's like, hey. Uh, that, that's, just yeah. strict legal reasons. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> strict legal, legal reasons. Could you get me a stool sample from one of your kids? Hey, this wasn't me. This was Vince <laughs> saying it.
1: I wish... I wish I had the materials at hand to replicate the sound of that. I'm looking for something that I can screw open. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you went. You took us down a really dark road. Let's talk about something at least not like that. Bob Holly, Sorry, Steve, <laughs> Steve, Bob Holly versus Steve Blackman for the Hardcore title. Uh, it's a quick match. Holly wins with an assist from draws. Um, I can't wait for them to stop this running back to the ring nonsense. Bob Holly cuts a promo talking about he's been given lousy gimmicks, goofy ass names, and weak tag partners, and he issues a challenge to anyone who wants a shot at the title. Bart Gunn comes out. Remember him, wearing a WWF t-shirt, because of course he would.
0: Bombastic Bart wearing a WWF shirt—that's just fantastic. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Bob Holly says, "Hey, just to remind you, you were—I was the only one you couldn't knock out," and the. Uh, why am I? Ha- I think I'm having a stroke. Uh, <laughs>
2: brawl for brawl all for
1: all. Thank you. <laughs> and challenges him for the hardcore title next week. Hooray. Sable comes to the ring next. She announces her being in Playboy. She keeps taking the mic from Kevin Kelly. Basically, she's turned into uh, a media whore at this point. Very heelish. The Sable fan runs in. Sable tells security, no, no, no let her go. Calls her a nut, runs her down, says, you can never be like me, you're just a wannabe. Get her out of here. So, yay. Next, boss man, in Shamrock versus the Acolytes in Midian. Butterbean is spotted in the front row, at which point I typed, oh boy, I forgot that was this year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I forgot that death is on hand coming up.
1: (laughs) If you want to see an execution on live TV, well, it wouldn't be live at this point, but watch this WrestleMania. It doesn't take very long. Uh, Mid-match, the lights go out. The ministry brings Shane out, and Taker says he should take Shane's heart right now. Vince probably wouldn't care, though, but I do have something for him. He grabs Shane by the throat and gives him an envelope and tells him to give it to his father. Building, building. Um, the Rock vs. Mankind ladder match for the world title. Uh, Austin's on commentary for this. Rock's working the bad knee from last night. They end up in the crowd because Attitude Era. I love it though because right yeah. after I type that, Austin goes, "Yeah, you can't climb the ladder if you're not out. In the, if you're out in the crowd." Good point. Uh, we get a rock bottom through the Spanish announce table. We get a Sacco at the top of the ladder. Paul White comes out and hit a beautiful choke slam on Mankind off the top of the ladder. Just, he still hasn't lost it at this point. Still amazing choke slam. Uh, let's well, see.
0: Why would he have lost it? He's still very early in his career at this point.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I mean, you got to also figure he was just smoking cigarettes on the way of the ring. So Rock gets the title. He wins. Falls off the top of the ladder, though, as soon as he grabbed it. That was a nice little spot to see. Uh, Then Austin comes in a ring, hits a stunner on Rock as Raw ends. And then we got Extra Attitude. So did did I. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So really cool spot. Uh, Rock actually goes and gets uh, Austin's drinking beer. Rock knocks it out of Austin's hand. Rock goes and gets beers, gives one to Austin. Says, I want to have a drink before WrestleMania. Mankind's coming too. He gets on the mic. He has a beer in his hand and says, and he actually takes his mask off, which was cool. I, that one threw me off for a yep. second. So they all toast. Rock goes for a clothesline. Austin ducks, hits Stunner. Mankind locks in sacco. Austin and Mankind toast. And uh, Austin brings another beer to Rock, who's gone down to the announce table and just clocks him mid drink. So, a way to send the crowd home happy. After the pay per view, well, the next show after the pay per view.
0: Yes, uh, and before we talk about the go home show for Nitro, because uh, that's their go home show for Slambery, which is coming up. Um, I have to say, you know, the rock falling off of the ladder after catching after grabbing the titles and falling immediately. Mm. To me, I always was a fan of that, like Jeff Hardy doing it, like with the money bag, when well. Maybe later this fall that we see the Hardys and Edge and Christian in their ladder match. And when he, he, all of his weight down to the ground. It's how Michaels did it when he, you know what I mean? I, I'm a fan of when you do that and you fall to the ground off the ladder. But it's also really fucking risky.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it. Happy to watch somebody no. else do it though.
0: You know what I wouldn't be happy to do? Relive this exact nitro. Because remember last week when you were like, what the fuck is going on? a little bit of that going in my head this week.
1: Yeah, trend kind of continues. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Nitro was at the Florida State Fair, which gets brought up several times. Plays into the uh, plot of the evening, if you will. But (laughs) as I hit play, the first thing that comes up on my screen is presented in the most complete form possible due to original production technical difficulties. Well, thank God for small miracles because it knocked some time off of the fucking thing. So, I don't know if you watched it on the cock or if you watched your rip. So, if I gloss no, over I something. My own version. It, it, yeah, the version, I don't know why. Yeah, we'll find out. So, if I gloss <laughs> over something, it's because something happened and they don't have we find it. Out. We will find out. Cuts right into the broadcast. Kimberly is. They mentioned that Diamond Dallas Page has taken Kimberly away to a hidden location to avoid any more incidents. Then we see Arn Anderson just beating the living shit out of disco dick nuts outside of the arena and Arn gets arrested.
0: Did you see that he had a uh, nightstick in his back like he was like running after him in his back pocket or like in his uh uh belt band he had a nightstick in his back.
1: Was it a nightstick? I thought it was a tire iron. Either way.
0: Oh maybe oh oh, uh, either way, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't the Glock.
1: It was not the Glock. Although, if anybody deserved it, it was fucking Disco. Uh, We see Bischoff dressed as a chauffeur. He greets Ric Flair and a couple executives. Flair tells him, you're with me all night. And uh, how dumb is Flair that he hasn't caught on yet?
0: I know. Every fucking week. First, you had the putting the ring together, and he left the wrench in just the right spot. Um... It's just every fucking week, you know. That's just one of them, you know. And now, oh, here we go. Oh, you know what? I don't trust Bischoff. I should let him drive me everywhere, <laughs> back of a limo where I don't see Dick.
1: Yeah, valid point. Valid, way, valid point. Nothing could go wrong. Nothing could go wrong with that. Uh, we get a recap of Piper winning the U.S. title, and we get Jerry Flynn versus Saturn. Saturn still in a dress. Scott Dickinson. Off his meds again. Gets on the apron and distracts the ref. Jericho runs in but misses a top rope shot. Eats a suplex from Saturn. That allows Jerry Flynn to hit a spin kick. And Jerry Flynn gets a win on TV. Yeah. There you go. We go back to Flair in the limo with the execs. Flair's telling him that Steinbrenner's going to be there tonight. Flair gets a call. Sounds like it's J.J. Dillon telling him about Arn Anderson getting arrested. Tells Dillon. You know, follow them, call the corporate attorney if needed. Go to break. Back from break, we're back at the limo, and the execs are like, man, this is a really bumpy road. So Flair asks Bischoff, hey, what's going on? Oh, we had to take a slight detour. Puts the divider up on the limo, calls somebody on a cell phone, says, we'll see you in about 15. Suspense is killing me. I hope it'll last. What's that? (laughs) That's what I was more excited about. Uh, next, you have Blitzkrieg, Juventud Guerrera, and Psychosis versus El Dande Super Colo, and Hector Garza. Thank God the production issues didn't rob us of this fucking match. Blitzkrieg gets the win. <sighs> we see Tori in the hotel room with the mystery man. Now she's being kind of the word of the day uh, because she's bitching about money first. <laughs> bitching about wanting fresh towels and some more food. Uh, And we see a helicopter shot of a limo. Helicopter has its spotlight.
0: I'll step in right before you get to this. Mm. All we've missed, I feel like, is they did a couple of things where uh, they actually had Nitro Girls come to the announce desk.
1: That happened, I have notes on that later in the show. So maybe they did it more than once. Oh, never mind.
0: I thought that was early. Never mind. So I don't think we really missed anything yet. So unfortunately, this part (laughs) was fine. We watched this. Here we go.
1: Uh, So we we see the uh, limo getting followed by a couple Hummers in a field. Bischoff just runs out of the limo. And then we get masked men approach the limo. Hogan... One of them, it's all blatant who they are. Like, it's not hiding their identity. We blatantly hear Hogan tell the executives. Get, get Flair out of, out of there. there, brother. Yeah. Nash literally is carrying a stick. Literally. I'm not talking like a log or a heavy branch. I'm talking about a stick.
0: Are you sure it wasn't like a. Guess which?
1: Yeah, maybe it was a shillelagh. Uh And then <laughs> the Hummer... <laughs> <laughs> and the Hummers. Every about my shillelaghs. <laughs> like to keep it that way. They, the Hummers start uh, circling them, and uh, Hogan blindsides Flair, and the NWO joins in, and they just beat the ever loving piss out of them and leave them for dead.
0: All while this helicopter is just. Riding above with a light, giving them the ability to see what they're doing to this, guy, well, beating the shit out of them in the middle. Of maybe the
1: Hollywood paid them for that part. Who knows? They could have been part of the NWO too. Apparently, everybody is. Um, <clears throat> this immediately cuts, and so there must have been something in between because it was a quick cut right into a match. So something got lost in there. Uh, it, but it goes right into right into the middle of Fit Finley and Dave Taylor versus Malenko and Bischoff. So maybe it just missed the beginning of that match.
0: <clears throat> Malenko and Bischoff? You mean Malenko and Benoit?
1: Oh, yeah. Why did I write Bischoff? Interesting. Because he's in the show too much. Yeah. Well, there's that too. Fuck. You know,
0: it's really funny for Eric Bischoff to be like, you know, Tony's on TV way too much.
2: <laughs>
1: Bitch. Hmm? <laughs> hmm? Uh, yeah. So it's part of the tag tourney. Uh, Shivani's talking about a WCW booze cruise that's coming up and that Goldberg's going to be there. I'm sure that's going to be a hoot. Uh, the Horseman win. We got a recap of Kimberly being thrown from a moving car. Imagine just listening to this show and skipping right to that point with no context.
0: (laughs) Get a heart on every time I see it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Let's see. And what a better way to celebrate that than by having the Nitro Girls come to commentary. And the best thing is they've been trained so well to smile that when they're talking about this, they're all smiling ear to ear.
0: (laughs) I gotta be honest. The best I'm sorry. The worst part of her being thrown out of it is it made me <laughs> cry. <laughs> but you know what? They did interview the one I like, short hair. They chick.
1: did. Yep, they did. All right.
0: What is it? Uh, I was trying. To, uh, ready to rumble. She's the nitro-iest girl of them all.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Can we, uh, I you know another thing that unfortunately didn't get robbed of us uh, due to the technical issues was Bret Hart versus Will Sasso. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you heard me right, Bret Hart versus Will Sasso. Unfortunately, I did not misspeak. Deborah Wilson accompanies Will Sasso. Uh, if you don't know, she's also from Mad TV. Heenan makes a he 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 says we're watching the illegitimate child of Alfred E. Newman. Yeah, I mean, it fits. Ref stops Brett from using a chair, but Deborah takes it and hits a Hogan-esque chair shot on Will Sasso.
0: Oh, extremely light.
1: Yeah. Why? And then Bret Hart wins with a sharpshooter.
0: Five-star classic.
1: Five-star classic, indeed. The Hummers, from the earlier segment with Ric Flair, arrived to the fairgrounds. Hogan still has his ski mask on. Everybody else has taken theirs off. Hogan is still wearing it.
0: Yeah, I, I noticed that. Have, with things that have been skipped, have you seen someone help Flair? Uh, coming up. Okay. God, is uh, on that show.
1: Yeah, so he tells the Brotherhood, which apparently is his new term for the black and white, uh, to go to the back and start the party. He says he's going to give Flair, Hogan says he's going to give Flair one shot at the title, and that's tonight. I don't think that's how that works, but I mean, then again, if anybody can pull it off, it's fucking Hogan. Uh, he says, "I'm gonna I give."
0: Say, the the winter hat he's wearing, it's uh, it's an NWO logo. The red or the N is red. Half of the yes W is red, and then the other half of the W and the O is white. Mm-hmm. You know, like for both crews. And I'm like, damn, that's I didn't know that existed. That's that's cool. I'm like, Do they has- make T-shirts like that
1: too? Right? Probably. Uh, Let's see here. So he tells Flair he's going to give him a 10-foot count to come out and fight for the title. So he gets the ref to start counting. And Piper's music hits at number 8. Piper Piper says, you make me sick, Baldy. Flair's busy, so I'm still acting commissioner. You're wrestling me right now for the world title. And the fucking bell rings. Um, It is everything you would expect from a Piper-Hogan match in 1999 in WCW really all there is to say about that hogan uses a chair no dq the belt no dq piper takes the belt and uses it and then hall comes out with the stun stick and uh yeah uh the nwo comes out they beat the shit out of piper scott hall puts on the kilt fucking hilarious (laughs) so a truck we see a truck pulling up to flair's beaten carcass in the middle of some florida field at some rando country boy, carries Flair into the truck, and Flair is just muttering out loud, fairgrounds, fairgrounds. Yeah. All right, son, I'll take you to the, the fairgrounds. Get...
0: This guy does not take him to a fucking hospital. Fairgrounds. <laughs> What's that, partner? Fairgrounds.
1: All right. Yep.
0: I know uh, where that is. <laughs> Luckily I all
1: there over every my Saturday. truck. Let's go, partner. Uh, I was just
0: on the way to go fuck my sister.
1: <laughs> I mean it is Florida. <laughs> uh in the spirit of the what the hell is going on award, mm-hmm. we cut to a lawyer reading a statement that Scott Steiner is suing Diamond Dallas Page for causing injuries, both mental pain and suffering, in excess of one hundred or one million dollars. And if charged, DDP can face 15-year sentence. Seems reasonable. It's not like they have it on video or anything.
0: Well, no. It was a, it was someone else anyway. You can't prove that it was Kimberly. Uh, I, I do have to say, if I'm not mistaken, I think we're pretty close to Scott Steiner losing his control on the microphone. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure we're about to lead to the whole WCW sucks because he's getting fined or, like, he ends up with this whole shit and everything with with GDP. I'm pretty sure we're on the way to that, which would be great. Can't wait.
1: Uh, I mean, we love a good train wreck as much as anybody. That's why we do this. Uh, Next, you get an NWO promo with Liz and Luger talking about where they keep the pills. and Next, you get... (laughs)
0: I like to stuff them in my bra. I like to eat them.
1: <laughs> I pour them in a bowl with some milk like it's cereal. Next, we get the thrown-together tag team of Mike Enos and Scotty Riggs versus Benoit Malenko. Uh, they're pulling double duty. Loser's going to go home. Winner continues to the next stage of the tournament on Thunder. Um, and during this match, we see the Country mo- the country Boys uh, truck at a gas station with a store called Neon Cowboy. And uh, apparently he's done a lot of mudding today because he's literally got a hose and just washing his engine off.
0: Flair just like fairgrounds. fairgrounds.
1: All right, well, Flair opens the door and falls out. The good old boy puts him back in, and uh, that shit oh yeah,
0: he laugh. I rewound it. I'm not gonna lie. I go, did he just fall? He opened the door. They just bam fell Boom. on the ground. I go, all right, is maybe the funny shit. I'm like, I-, I, w- I wish the guy was like, boy, are you drunk? <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, yeah, Ben Juan Malenko win.
0: Yeah, they went back to that after watching <laughs> Flair fall. That was actually, that's accurate. It goes back to the match. What the fuck is going on with this show?
1: Exactly. Uh, well, we go back to Tori in the hotel with the mystery man, and, and she Tori tells the mystery man, hey, I know you got to go talk to all those people like you promised, but maybe we can meet back here for some more fun.
0: We don't know that story, though, right?
1: Uh, they haven't said her name yet, no. I'm just referring right. to her as such because we know who she is. So, uh, Michael Future Buffer, Mrs. Yeah, <laughs> Buffer announces the main event, which I thought was hilarious because there wasn't much time left in the show, and I don't think they ever mentioned what the main event was. But it doesn't matter because there is no main event. Because yeah, <laughs> Wolfpack <laughs> just comes to the ring. Uh, Hogan says, oh, I saw Flair in his robe. He ran from the bathroom into his locker and locked the door. I'm going to give him another chance, a 20 count this time. And at six, we see the good old boy in his truck pull up to the fairgrounds. The best part is Shivani is selling this like he has no fucking clue what is going on. He hasn't been watching the videos that they've been showing on the Jumbotron in the arena. Uh, He has no fucking clue what's going on. Flair stumbles out of the truck, grabs an axe handle from the back. He stumbles 20 times on the way to the ring, at least. Drawn out the
0: way Rock does promos.
1: Yep, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, He he eventually gets to the ring. Uh, Malenko and Benoit run in, but the numbers are too much. We get Goldberg chance, but he doesn't show up. Flair gets beat down some more, and the final shot is Hall walking through the curtain to the back facing the mystery man with the stun stick, and says, now you've seen how it's done, don't mess it up. Good night, folks.
0: So this motherfucker was just in a hotel with Tori Wilson, and in the four-minute period of the NWO storming to the ring and getting in Buffer's face, he got to the arena for Hall to hand him the stun gun. I just want to put that together. Am I right on that?
1: That sounds accurate. That's an accurate uh, portrayal of what happened.
0: I can't wait to see how it plays out. (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I have an idea where it's going to go And I may or may not be No, I will, I will be disappointed But yeah. it's WCW Hey uh, Vince Russo, Ed Farrar, they're not there yet So it can't get It's Right now it's semi-okay, it's somewhat watchable
1: Yeah Oh, it only goes downhill from here
0: well, Can't say that's the same For our next segment Which is Our top topic Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for...
2: I got the answers, I changed the questions. I did it for The Rock. This week's top topic. You know something, Mean Gene? Don't see Wrestling's not
0: fake.
2: (laughs) The Rolex. Wearing one.
0: Ranking order and final decisions are a completely bias based order, based off the professor and ODM made it. And as always, they like to let you know, they have not worked in the business, but have been lifelong invested fans much like you, are listeners. With not only their opinions involved, but with countless amount of hours of research done each week, they make sure to provide proper facts and history to back it up. However, they do know that your opinion may vary from theirs. If there is anything you want to chat about, bring to their attention. If there is something they missed or forgot, or you just want to let them know they are out of their freaking minds, feel free to shoot them a message on Facebook or Twitter, or email them at the top of wrestling at gmail.com. As always, they do appreciate all feedback and continued support. At the End of the day, they want to make sure that you do see the best of the best before you die. And now, this week's top topic. Okay, my Mount Rushmore for my managers are going to be number one. <laughs> Mount Rushmore of
1: managers. how do you want to do this? Because I feel like we should just be like, ding, one, two, ding. three, go. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, whose turn uh, is it?
0: Man, I think i went uh, last i last went first one. on the last one i think this one will be you
1: this would be me all right <clears throat> i'm gonna say one you tell me if it's on yours you ready i feel like for the most
0: obvious one we should just say it at the same time but that we probably both have sure all right just, you ready uh,
1: you the, most obvious, I, the most obvious the most obvious number about one
0: this? most obvious number one that we would both likely have together
1: yep all right you ready Uh, Oh, no,
0: I don't like this game because it could be wrong and it could really uh, ruin
1: it. All right. Do you want me to just read my list then?
0: I actually want you to give me your your list. Give me your time. Give me your effort. Put some effort into this show. Oh, yeah. You're silent through the entire wars.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Again, opposite day. Uh, All right. Bobby the Brain Heenan.
0: Was that the one that you thought we would? agree on at the same time
1: yes well that i'm glad
0: i didn't say it because that was not the same one
1: all right well i mean let's just let's just start with that bobby the brain heenan uh, i mean most people only know his wwf work i mean let alone his wcw work let alone fucking what he did in mid-south and all i don't know if it was mid-south i don't know you know what i mean in the territories uh just the brain I mean, mm-hmm. again, even take out his commentary career, he's just the ultimate heel, the ultimate manipulator, uh, the the ultimate opportunist. I don't really think there's any debate that Bobby Heenan is number one. This is Mount Rushmore, so we're not numbering him, but Bobby the Brain Heenan is correct. The ultimate, uh, the ultimate choice. You don't Easy. have
0: to rank, but like you have to rank the number. But which head would he be on that Mount Rushmore? First. The well, I'm
1: gonna the give him, I'm gonna give him in my order. Yeah. So I mean, I assume that would be left to right. So yeah, we'll we'll left go with right. that. Uh, we'll go. So we'll go with that, I guess my number two, which might have been the one that you were thinking of, James E. Cornett.
0: Okay, speak on.
1: I mean, I oddly enough, it's the first time I've referenced him this show. So at least it saved it and kept the fucking streak going. But I mean, what else is there to say? Uh, he he didn't. He, he kind of dropped off, right? He became at a point, you know, you know big in the territories with, with the Midnight Express. Um, you know, he started off as a photographer. He got to know the business well. Uh, and it just the Midnight, the fuse, uh, the scaffold match, him getting busted open by uh, the next guy on the list, Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Cornette in the white suit Paul Heyman shows up Clocks him in the head with the big ass cell phone Busts him open Cornette's bleeding all over his white suit uh, They've had a couple matches together The two of them um, it, Cornette still busts his balls on the podcast But still you know, shows some affection um, And then There's somebody else that Cornette references uh, That call people Oh I love you poo poo And that's the mouth of the south Jimmy Hart So, again, uh, a lot of people are very familiar with him in the loud clothes with the megaphone, uh, but also may not realize that he was involved with the King a lot. I mean, with Jerry Lawler in Memphis, I mean, huge feuds uh, also aligned with uh, Andy Kaufman Kaufman, and and that feud. So Uh, a big time manager. So, yeah, I mean, I think to me that was easy. Literally, when I sat down to think about this, it was like, okay, well, obviously the brain, obviously, Cornette. I said, hey, man, I mean, I guess you could probably argue that. And I was like, "Eh, who else? And then I started looking through different people's lists. Man, people's lists are fucked up. Some people had, like, Cornette at 15 and shit. Like, it was just dumb. Like, some people had, I think Miss Elizabeth is number one. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Can't Um,
0: speak for the first seven years
1: exactly oh yeah i think that's the first thing she ever <laughs> fucking said
2: <laughs> she can talk holy shit
1: <laughs> but that's it like i said for me when i put this together i mean it was it was a pretty much a slam dunk so i have a funny feeling just based on chance and probability that there's going to be at least one difference between us
0: we have only one difference I have Bobby the Brain Heenan. I have Paul Heyman. I have the Mouth of the
1: South. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay.
0: I do not have Cornette. I have Mr. Fuji. Mm. To me, it was the perfect evil... uh, Any foreigner, they put him with, you know what I mean? From anywhere from Yokozuna uh, and Crush, but they also dealt with powers of pain and demolition as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, Fuji was around a real long time, and Banzai! That's my guy. Uh, (laughs) Everything you said about everybody else, I'll just second, to be honest with you. I'm right there with it. Um, To me, your manager, if you're a face manager, they had nothing for you in creative. You know what I'm saying? Maxine Dupree is a fucking they had nothing for her in Creative. That's why you see what she's doing. She's they're like, well, let's put her in a mixtape. Oh, no, let's not do that again. <laughs> Ever. But, you know, this one, you wanna have not only a heel, but someone that everybody wants to punch in the face. And Cornette, that's that guy. You're absolutely right. He would be he was honest to God, in my he was the fifth. You know what I mean? Like who is my my next guy in line. Everyone hated Jimmy Hart. Everybody hated Jimmy Hart. Even when he turned face to be with Hulk Hogan um, in Brutus the Barber Beefcake in uh, WrestleMania 9 time, you know, and then also a little bit in w- uh, WCW. You're like, eh, when are you going to turn? We're waiting on it. We're waiting, dude. Come on. No one carries around a megaphone that big and isn't a douchebag. <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> come on, baby. Come on, baby. I got you, baby. Oh, that's right, baby. And heavily involved in the music industry.
0: Very, very much. He also... uh, I met him at the WrestleMania 25 um, access the day and two before where you get to meet people. I got to meet uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. True story, we're in line to go where you can call a match with Jim Ross. And it's like the last 10 minutes of certain matches. I was set to do... The Wrestlemania before, Triple H, Cena, Randy Orton for the WWE title. And we're like two away. That boy is up first. Them, me, then Southerty, Brian. And Jim Ross has to leave, everybody. He's got to get ready to go to the Hall of Fame tonight. We're like, motherfucker. Don't worry. You guys can do the call match. With Josh Matthews, it was like in
2: Jingle All the Way when
0: you get Booster.
2: <laughs> we don't want you. We don't want Booster.
0: <laughs> That's what it felt like. We're like, we don't want him. And it's funny because you get a disc of it, like a DVD of it. Yeah. Oh. I carried the goddamn thing. He was like, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, you watched Jim was into it talking with everybody. I'm like, well, oh, we were fucking robbed. So that being said. They're doing this thing where you could be by the ring or whatever. Everybody was around a ring, and they were doing all this uh, trivia shit, and you could win stuff, and Jimmy Hart was there. And I went over to this one security guy. I go, yo, my one buddy got boned. Oh, no, not security guy. The guy that was on the mic as the MC. And I go, yo, my one buddy got boned. He was next to to meet with... uh, Jim Ross, I said, and he had to leave to go to the thing. And I even gave him fucking Josh Matthews, you know, right? <laughs> I'm like, could you hook him up? Let him be a part of the trivia or whatever. Dude, they let him go. He didn't hop the barricade. That's for goddamn sure. But he <laughs> got to hand Jimmy Hart his megaphone.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: it was a big thing. Like, who wants to hand him his megaphone or like that? And he actually got to touch the megaphone, had it over. It was pretty cool. Then they did a trivia where you got to get inside this ring here where at the access, you actually get a chance to fucking uh, watch. It was like what your NXT guys were. You know what I mean? It was like the guys that were not even NXT, but at WrestleMania 25, whatever it was at that point, your guys that were nobodies. Um, So you got to get in the ring and I was like, oh, I, they're like, we're doing a trivia. You got to get one thing right and you'll win whatever the fuck it was. It was like WrestleMania gear. I'm like, come on, go on. I got to go. I get in the ring. You ever see when a guy gets in the ring, how they push down on the rope? Yep. Before they step in? Yeah, because yeah. it's high and it hurts your dick. Anyway, step through. And the question was, you have to name three out of the last, or what are the last three cities? Now, this is WrestleMania 25. What are the last three cities that WrestleMania has been hosted in? So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, so I have to go, I have to do... 22, 23, 24, I go, Detroit, he goes, yes, I go, 23 was, uh, no, 22 was Chicago, yes, 22, Chicago, 23, Detroit, he goes, 24, which was Orlando, and I was just nervous as fuck, I go, Miami, You want to see a bunch of wrestling nerds immediately boo someone in the ring like, Motherfucker, I would have got that. mother. are you serious? Get him the fuck out of the ring. He goes, here's your consolation prize. A John Cena 12 rounds poster. Would anybody like this poster? Anybody (laughs) at all. I gave it to a little girl. I'm like, here you go. (laughs) I didn't get WrestleMania merch. I got a John Cena poster.
1: That's fucking Fantastic. Yeah. bricks that was
0: the experience with jimmy hart got to you know that's cool though him. hooked that boy up you know it was yeah I uh, <laughs> definitely didn't have a yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: no chance no chance in hell <laughs> it's
0: all appetite no manners baby <laughs> hey good job agreeing this week i think that's pretty solid in a couple of weeks we're going to be doing uh i don't know another one of these it's heels do you have it Heels. Heels. Yeah.
1: Ooh, That's going to be a little tougher, I think. You
0: know who's not going to make the list? MJF. (laughs) Most fucked up heel they ever had. You had it going. Could have been solid in your top four right here. Now he's a pussy. He's a big, fat pussy.
1: Eh, He's a smart mark. He got his gig. He got paid.
0: Didn't we all? (laughs) Well, not all of us. (laughs) Not all of us. But next week we're back with our movie topic, and that is going to be... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Comedy movies. You got a problem with the way I left laugh? uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're mocking me there. Uh, <laughs> that that should be fun. <laughs> but... Goddamn, I think it's another week. We don't have an actual real pay-per-view in, in real life. That's great. Just the Super Brawl, which... I mean, what could go wrong? It's WCW 1999. We're off to a great start. Should be a solid pay-per-view.
1: Absolutely.
0: Can't wait. (laughs) I am the professor. I am a word of the day, and I bid you a farewell. He is ODM. He's got five words for you to listen to. Rate.
1: Now. Word of the day is. Oh, cunt. (laughs) The Top of Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are the Professor Mark Fantasia and ODM, the Doc Joe Rizzo. Feel free to reach out to the show by email at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com on their Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. You can listen to the show on most popular platforms including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. Without your continued support, it would be just some guys talking wrestling which is pretty much what it is anyway. Good night, folks. edible yeah
0: <laughs> nice a little late man you should have took that about an hour ago so it kicked in i just thought just about it's fine
1: oh it'll kick in right at the right time at sure. the wars yep <laughs> <laughs> um
0: <laughs> i was curious mine, right, mine fine. mine's bb I can, i'll hold it
1: mine's bb do you know what it is brian blair no booty babe bam bam Booty babe. She just got thrown from a car, though. So, uh,
0: yeah, I forgot where I was going to go with that. You just <laughs> said that. And I just put the thought of a woman flying out of a vehicle in my head, and I was just like, yeah, that's awesome. Now, where was I? All right, I, sh- I think Flashbacks. my shit's kicking in. I, <laughs> I was going to say
2: this is going to be
1: a blast. Can't wait. <laughs>
0: Never gonna get it, never yeah. gonna
1: get it. <laughs> 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 okay. That's quite enough of that, you guys thank do anything,
0: you. Uh, you guys do anything for Valentine's Day?
1: <clears throat> no, we don't do Valentine's Day.
0: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one time a year we get to do anal, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saved that for my birthday. <laughs>
0: You all do chocolates in a completely different way.
1: It's a different type of sexual chocolate.